The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Um, assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have half, half of the usual suspects in the building. Uh, first, he's the backbone, the pillar. The strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hey. <laughs> Last, my name's Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today because uh, we're going to be talking to you about a lot of different stuff, a lot of uh, a plethora of reviews. We're going to be talking to you all about Constantine, uh, the House of Mystery which is DC animated project of shorts. Uh, we'll be talking to you about uh, Sadako, which is Sadako, is it at the end of the world? Uh, world. Yes. yes, at the end of the world. Because I, I thought it was Sadako at world's end for some reason, but that wasn't it. It, it was be, Sadako. No, no, it's Sadako at the end of the world. I had to change it in the description. That's why I know. Sadako okay. at the end of the world. Hopefully I said Sadako correctly. I, if, I, if I'm if i not, I'm sure I'll hear it from Jay when he gets on. <laughs> the end is silent. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're also going to be talking to you all about um, oh, a town called Terror. Uh, comic book. We're going to be talking about uh, issues one and two. So uh, from Steve Nile. So we'll be talking about that as well. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how it is that you can do that in just a moment. Uh, but first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this whole show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well, good sir. Uh, also, uh, well, actually, let me just let the intern take it away. Intern, let me know what it is. On the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. There it is. Join the party at fantasticforum.live. Uh, you can go ahead and jump into chat. Well, actually, you can't jump into chat there. But what you can do is um, you can uh, watch from there. You can call in from there. And if you want to go to either YouTube or Twitch, you can jump into the chat room and we'll take a comment directly out of chat and bring it into the show, uh, such as this. Insert witty chat comment here, Moses. Yeah, Tiger Claw says, uh, what's up, Fantastic Forum? What you thought of the She-Hulk Attorney at Law trailer? There it is. She-Hulk Attorney at Law. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's talk about it, Mo. What, yeah. what did you think? <laughs> Man, look, that effect was terrible. But like, he <laughs> looked, it looked bad. It just looked bad. Like I, I expected that type of shit from like. Remember No Ordinary Family? Ah, uh, like, yes, I do remember No Ordinary better. Family. That looked better. <laughs> than, than and then, yeah, wait, was she was she Hulk on No Ordinary Family? 
No, but the effect. Oh, oh no, I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. Look, I thought. Uh, wait, I, I remember the. I know what you're talking about now. What I was thinking. You said no ordinary family, yeah. and I was thinking modern family, oh. <laughs> which is a totally different thing. So I, I love got you. Modern family with superheroes. <laughs> Look, that's what I was totally like. Did they do like a superhero thing on Modern Family? I don't remember that at all. Like, I I don't watch religiously, but I watch enough of them. That I feel like I would have heard about that. But yeah, no ordinary family got you. Like Halloween with the superhero costumes. Before, but <laughs> that, yeah. That's not what I was referring to. I just you know when you think about a network show that doesn't has a little bit of merit, but doesn't have the right funding or the right people like caring about yeah. it, and then mm -hmm. you see it in some of these effects. Right. And that's how it feels here. And uh, I, I don't think it's one of those things where I, I think it's just not ready yet. The the right. effect. They're like, you know what? We got a, a trailer deadline. It's a th it's a three month mark. Like this is the time to really push. But but if it's not ready, that, it's like, not ready, man. Listen, yeah. I feel like that the the effects were so underbaked for She Hulk in particular that I feel like. They're they're uh, underbaked underbaked enough that a day would make a difference. It you know what I mean? Where, <laughs> like if these guys worked hard for another day, there would be a significant difference between what we saw and what we would see the day after. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm saying that as a novice, I don't know jack about uh, um, like digital oh, effects and CGI. Like I don't do yeah. any of that stuff. This this is one of these times when I wish Oz was here to actually comment on stuff. Like it's crazy that. The one time that I actually you know, would agree with him on how bad effects are for something Marvel, he's not here. <laughs> the one time, but yeah, man, it it's wild. And it's outside very, of the effects. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, one last thing about the effects. It's like yeah, it's disappointing it. because you know you you we saw we saw Loki, we saw mm -hmm. WandaVision. You know, like they put like artistry into these effects and even some of those mm -hmm. are not good but they're cinematic and they're yeah. like they're like mini movies you know like something mm -hmm. on hbo whereas Absolutely. this is like something on freeform and <laughs> not freeform it's like this is her guest spot on on friggin uh uh cloak and dagger this and is her on the runaways <laughs> and it gave me the vibes of like I know they ha she had the the series about what about at this point like six seven years ago where uh, the art was just really bad. The Charles Sewell book mm -hmm. was really good, but the art was bad. And then there's the the Dan Slot one, like I think it's issue seven, She Hulk seven, mm -hmm. where it's a great story. That run is great, but that mm -hmm. issue seven is the worst drawn comic I've ever read in my yeah. life. Dude, it was so, ugly. You're right. I don't know I if remember. they're really trying to go with that feel of like <laughs> this very bad art. We're, we're recreating all the moments. Y'all like comics, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Take this, Moses. You want it like the comics? Here's some shitty art. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. I, I, I'm waiting for the the postmortem with Feige so he can tell us that that's what he did. He's like, have you all <laughs> heard of Fantastic Forum, particularly yeah. Moses Magnum? Yeah. <laughs> He there wanted it, it to be like the comics. He says we should do things to make like the comics. So this is a, a shout out to him. Exactly. Like, oh, that's not, but and that's like the story seems like you know moving on from the special effects. Tatiana Maslany's 
yeah performance is amazing even through that bad <laughs> that, yeah. that bad uh effect and mm-hmm. she looks, she's gonna kill it like i already yeah. know she's gonna kill it like there's no there's no doubt I was just worried how she was gonna look, but it look she even looks like she's related to Ruffalo. <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. If anything, the the bad effects make her performance show out more. Yeah, because it really does look like just a green version of her made a little bit bigger. Like right, you know, but, as opposed uh, to like you know, like right, like when Ruffalo does the Hulk. It's like you kind of have to like it looks like him, but it kind of yeah. like looks like Hulk more. You know, you kind of have to like, look into the face, so you'd be like, "Oh, there he is." You know, it looks like, and this like is like, no, Ruffalo, it's her. How Ruffalo would fantasize about himself being buff. Yeah. Hulk looks like. Whereas <laughs> the She Hulk, as bad as it is, still looks like Tatiana Maslany doing like a play where she's a different yeah. person. You know. Right. Right. Mo, check check yeah. this out, dude. So right here, Belize and JB says, uh-huh. "Well, hello, Mary Young. Guess who? Guess who that is, Mo? Who is that? that that's my dad. That's your dad, Mister Young. Yeah, <laughs> absolute. <laughs> I have to have a big, long conversation with Mister Young. There's a lot of questions, D- dude. You, you, you would look." Not only would you love my dad, but my dad would love you. I think he he'd be like, "Man, this was the son I should have had." No. <laughs> yeah, it's like I always uh. Every time Larry can't do anything athletic, I said, "That's why your dad left." So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's shown up not because I'm yeah, not yeah. any better at the athletics. Yeah. Not not because. <laughs> but you like MMA, so that's the right step. That's a that's true. Athletic. That is true. Oh, it's your aunt, Larry. It's your dad. Oh, shut up. Wait, what? I'm sorry. It's not my dad. It's my aunt Diana. Oh, I'm sorry, Aunt D. Never mind. I should have known my dad didn't show up again. (laughs) I should have known. We shouldn't bust his balls to the show (laughs) because he hasn't even formally met me yet. (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure dad is sitting there with her listening because they're in the same place. So Okay. There it is. I thought I thought that was dad because that's who I had spoken with before the show. But I'm sorry, Auntie. It's good. <laughs> I'm glad that you're you're on watching as well, Auntie. That's awesome. I'll, I'll right. probably see her tomorrow. I'm so, glad I didn't say anything too perverse so far. No, listen. The night is and, young, and I'm glad I'm glad Oz isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, at least Indeed. I can blame it on him. <laughs> But yeah, man. But back to the She-Hulk, man. It, it's like, yeah. Man, it, like, it looks like Tyre Klein chat said that it has like an Ali McBeal uh, vibe, and that that I can kind of see that. And I, that, that yeah. was a, a pretty decent show for what it was. And once you add superheroics to Ali McBeal or like a Sex in the yeah. City, like yeah, I'm in. <laughs> you know, because that makes it, it that those are some interesting comics that that kind of do that genre mixing you know and uh, right i love that and and like i mean i guess i can't really speak on sex and sex in the city because i haven't ever really watched it yeah but ali mcbeal i've definitely watched and dance lots run has an ali mcbeal feel to it yeah. it just also has a marvel universe like if ali, ali mcbeal was in this in the marvel universe kind of thing going on with it ladies and gentlemen 
Our silent assassin, Jay. What up, Jay? You don't have to be that hey, silent, Jay. Hey, what's up? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like he was muted. Okay, my bad. I was like, I'm like, why does he have to be that silent? He's like, this fool's yeah. stoic today. What up, man? We're talking about the She-Hulk trailer. Have you gotten a chance to see it by chance? Yes. Oh, okay. What What did you think of it, Jay? What What are your thoughts? Um, it looks okay. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you really feel, Jay. Don't hold back. Like it looks like it has promise. Like it it's definitely looks like it's a step above like a CW show. <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah, like it, it it has promise. Okay. Okay. That well, that's fair. That's fair. And Jay, did you get to read that? Dan Slot, She Hulk Run. I forget. I know you read like an issue or two for, for the show, the but have you read art? that in general? That that was the one that had that really bad art. Yes, we, we actually talked about that. Oh, there was a like. <laughs> There's I'm, two that has really trying bad. to build up. I'm I'm still trying to build up like the fortitude to look at the art. <laughs> like I, I do want to read it because the story is good, but I haven't right. Like, I can't, my eyes. You're, say, Wait, I think I'm man, thinking I, of the Sewell run, though. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah. The slot run, I did not see. They sold out really quick, and you couldn't get them in, and they went out of print, the, the trade paperback. So there was a, yeah. a, a big... I don't know what they were trying to do with that, but they did some weird shenanigans. But they're coming out. That's one of the news that Dan Slot revealed on... Uh, on Instagram earlier this week that they they've they're doing a definitive collection of all his run in one volume deluxe edition. So that should That's be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even even the poster uh like is like an homage to one of the, the covers of the issue mm -hmm. of, from the slot run, which is cool. Like you know and she's like her going into the courtroom. The, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's cool, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'm hoping that we get uh, a Daredevil cameo again. That'd be awesome. Um, like I would be, sh I'd be shocked if we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially if we're talking about like superhero lawyering, like superhero law. It's like yeah. you know, you know how how can we how can we not have Matt Murdock as opposing counsel? <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna tight. be cool. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool, and and we got friggin' uh, uh, Blonsky back, huh? Yeah, that's another thing that I was like, oh, that's gonna be cool. And human form, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, what if yeah, they turn him into the Red Hulk? How can they turn him into the Red Hulk if he's already abomination? Look, but that's because they already have a, they already have an abomination in that show with that effect on on, on Shield. <laughs> What are you going to say, Jay? Aren't they going to have to, like, change the story? Like, yeah. Because we had Abomination in the Shang-Chi movie. Like, real Abomination. Yeah. But, no, but know. it's the same guy. In fact, in fact, the the cell, like, when they open the portal, it goes to the same place that he's in in the She-Hulk joint. Mm. 
So it's it's like the same character is as like they're not like it's not like he was free. I guess they just that's so his we're just uh, pretending his... he always looked like that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. We're 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 absolutely just pretend. Like, come on, they they barely they barely act like the movie existed. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's it's not a far it's not a far uh, stretch for us to be like, oh no no, the abominations always look like it's like it's like how we do for Sonic, you know, <laughs> like that other version of Sonic in that other trailer, like that didn't happen. No one or that was those pictures, meh. Right. We've always been at war with Eurasia. Right. Exactly. It makes sense. <laughs> so uh uh anybody got you got you guys got anything else you want to say about uh She Hulk? Uh one last thing is that I, I'm mad how good Abomination looks, especially in comparison to She Hulk. <laughs> like because he he just looks better every time I see him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's the whole thing where, you know, and, and this is why I'm like, they needed more time. It's like, you have assets for Hulk, for the good-looking abomination. Like, this is stuff that you can pull from that's ready already. And you're just, like, basically putting it towards what you want to do this time around. But, you know, they're creating that She-Hulk stuff brand new. So... Yeah. It's like, which is, and you know, that's fine. Like, it's, I'm glad it should be brand new. Like, we don't want to, you know, we, despite what, what She Hulk might have looked in the comic, looked like in the comics relatively recently, we don't want the Hulk model for She Hulk, you know, on She Hulk, like her, her, like, you know, her face on that body. We want her to look like, you know, the She Hulk that we're going for in this particular, um, this particular. Yeah, adaptation, right. And so, you know, it's like it they need time to build that, but man, like they definitely need just a little bit more time because it it wasn't ready. <laughs> it it was I wasn't ready. <laughs> so yeah. Um so earlier this week, oh wait, what what's Tarclaw saying? He says there's a character in the trailer that a lot of people seemed excited about, Frogman. I was I was actually excited about that too, <laughs> like which is crazy because again this is like one of these things where and I feel like I keep saying this over and over now like I feel like, you know, every every few months I'm like man I never thought I would see a live action adaptation of X character here, <laughs> you know and that's that's amazing because like I remember like I remember when they announced Guardians and I'm just like dude. <laughs> I can't imagine that we would get a Guardians of the Galaxy movie in live action. Now I'm like, we're getting friggin' Illuminati. We got Frogman. We got Titania. Like I'm just like, dude, like it's crazy right now. Frogman, like how deep of a cut is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that in like you know how they incorporate him into the show or whatever. I don't I don't remember him. Are we going to be mad if they do him wrong? I think, I think we're obligated to. Yes, we have to. We have to bring the same energy we brought to America Chavez that we brought, or that we brought to America Chavez. We got to bring that to Frogman if they don't do a worthwhile adaptation. We're like, hey man, you don't you don't understand Frogman's heart. 
I agree. Look, Joe's like, this ain't no laughing matter. I'm sorry, Jay. <laughs> no, there was a, a tweet um, recently, and I don't remember who said it. Mm -hmm. And I was going to try and look it up real quick. Oh, but, okay. Uh, it was basically someone saying that uh, there are going to be a lot of people uh, in the next few days that are going to be mad that they turned the Hulk into a woman. <laughs> and we should not get mad at them. We should just let it slide. Like, it's our... It's our duty to just let it slide. Like, first Thor, now this. That ain't my duty. <laughs> it's like, Hulk's a woman. Thor's a woman. Captain America's black. Goddamn America's happy. <laughs> America's going down the tubes. You know? <laughs> oh, man. That I, I, hope, be I hope I really run into somebody that, that's mad about that. Because I'm going to do some recording. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, without consent, no, you know, it's going to be a body cam footage. Like, <laughs> no consent, I'm going to put them on blast. I don't give a shit. Sue me. That's funny. I'll get She-Hulk to represent me. <laughs> so, so uh, earlier this week, it like, through, look, and this is crazy because I'm not one to have been following what's going on with uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because I'm just not that dude. It's like, that's their business. I get it. It's it's public. So people watch and I'm not mad at them. And they're more within, you know, they're more within their or well within their right to do that. I haven't been doing it. But I did see a news story that came out because earlier this week it was confirmed from Amber's testimony that she's been released from her contract at Warner Brothers and that her role in Aquaman 2 is greatly reduced. And so I just was like, did you all hear about this? And, and do you all have any thoughts on the idea that she might be in Aquaman 2 far less than she would have been otherwise based on what's been going on between her and Johnny Depp in this uh, in this whole case. Gee. Don't everyone talk at once. You know, <laughs> no, sorry. Like, I, I found the tweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read the tweet, Jay. Read the tweet. <laughs> put I'm put it on the screen. Right. No, I'm joking. You don't have to put it on the screen. No, I do. It's too late. <laughs> So, yeah, Matthew Rosenberg, Ashcam Press to say, comic fans, I'm begging you, someone who doesn't read or care about comics is going to tweet about how it sucks now that they made the Hulk a lady. Just ignore it and move on. We don't need to spend two days yelling about it. I promise. <laughs> and, yeah, that, that resonated with me. Jay, I'm glad you brought that up. You brought this on screen because... I just realized I bought What's the Furthest Place from Here and I forgot and I haven't read it. <laughs> uh, that's that's on Ashcan Press? Well, it's on Image, but he's Ashcan oh. Press is his little studio thing. So, Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But, you know, I, I'm going to I am going to shame somebody for not knowing. Like, they should <laughs> <know>? <laughs> 
Like they should. Or or if you don't know enough about it, shut the fuck up about it. You know what I mean? That's something as a society we could all do a little bit more of. You know? Look, I, I I couldn't agree more. O- only because it's one of those well, things where it's like about it, Larry. if you can't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's like really that's the whole thing where it's like if you don't follow Hulk enough to know that there's a Hulk and a She-Hulk, you know, because that's the thing, like, it'd be different if we were talking about, like, Red Hulk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if we're talking about, like, yeah, or even if we're talking about, like, Mr. Fix-It, you know what I'm saying? Which yeah. is, like, a more of a deeper cut. But She-Hulk, like, She-Hulk, if you like Hulk, then She-Hulk is something that probably should have come up sometime, somewhere, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying like, so it's just like, so that makes me feel like if you're like, oh, you think that they're making Hulk a woman as opposed to knowing what She-Hulk is, that makes me feel like you don't really follow Hulk and you just have your own different agenda. Like you're trying right. to, you know, you're trying to stoke some stuff. You know what I mean? You're not really talking about comics. You're trying to talk about some culture war stuff. And it's like, hey, man, yeah. leave, the, leave that. To, there's a place for that, but it's not on this part of Twitter. Well, <laughs> you know. You could do it on this part of Twitter, but just admit you don't know enough about Hulk to really make an argument with Hulk. Who do it with something else? You know? There it is. And at this there point, the is. gender bending in comics is like or swapping rather is a is a moot point. Like you can't even make be mad about it at this point because there's multiverse versions of characters that are female. There's mm-hmm. all this thing. So it's like yeah. any 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 argument of anger that you have to to back up the shit that you have with society as a whole is invalid here because they can tap into a multiverse. We really can't. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it's like, so it's like even the multiverse defense to our reality won't won't fix anything. So yeah, leave comics alone about it. <laughs> you know? There it is. There it is. So. so yeah. Okay. So now Jay, Amber Heard, what do you think? Were you looking forward to more Mira? In Aquaman 2, are you disappointed at all that she won't be in it as much? Well, I always said her forehead wasn't big enough for the role. And what? You feel like Mirror has a big forehead? Yeah, her forehead is huge. <laughs> like it's just what? it's out there, like it's just man, no. it's like her face is like half forehead. Like M- mirror, mirror in the comic, not not Amber Heard, right? Like she doesn't have enough forehead to be Mira. Wow, so, I, I don't know that I've ever Mira, noticed that. I I don't know, and it might be her crown, like it just accentuates and frames the forehead, but <laughs> because she pushes her hairline back, yeah. <laughs> So it, it might be that, like maybe I'm tripping, but they should have got know. Tyra Banks. Yeah, that girl has a <laughs> <in> forehead. <laughs> and like, I've seen her in the ocean. She looks good in the ocean. There it is. Everybody knows that about Tyra. But she is, <laughs> she is she does have a phobia with dolphins, so she can't shoot <laughs> with dolphins. Is that a real thing, or are you just messing around? No, it's a real thing. Why? Why do you know that about Tyra Banks? I don't know. But I do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you for it. Listen, yeah. I'm sure that's where you poise. That 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 definitely gets you much closer to a date with Tyra Banks than it gets me. You know, because <laughs> I'm just like 
I'd be like, oh, dolphins are sweet. She'd be like, I hate dolphins. <laughs> when she had her TV show, she confronted people with phobias, with made them confront mm-hmm. theirs, and then she has her phobia of dolphins. So she's like, you know, I made these people go through that. I got to do my own thing. So there was like a little vignette about it. But there was a lady that was terrified of black people. Like her phobia of black people was like a phobia phobia. And then she's, really? talking Ty- she's talking to Tyra, and then Tyra's like, you know, I'm black. And then the the lady didn't know that Tyra was black. Mm. So then she's like, wait, no, no, you're not. Yes. She said, wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> it it, it was a white lady? Yeah. And then she looks at Tyra, and then it starts, you see it start clicking. She's like, ah! it starts freaking out. There it is. That's what happens. And Same thing show- happened with Beyonce before the Formation Super Bowl performance. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Like m- millions of white people were like, "What is happening to, to Beyonce? <laughs> She's changing before her eyes." My God. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess she developed the fear of dolphins in elementary school because she had a dream. <laughs> Our crack she, research team. She went to do the research. I thought, man, wait, I thought this fool was about to say something about Amber Heard. He's apparently Tyra's dolphin phobia. Okay, so where, where, in high school, what happened? No, elementary school. She kept having a oh. recurring nightmare of a pot of dolphins surrounding her. And uh, she feels anxiety <laughs> and panic whenever c- confronting or even thinking about dolphins. Man, so. listen. I don't want to burst y'all bubbles about Tyra Banks, but Tyra ain't afraid of no dolphins, man. This entire story was constructed because she's like, I ain't going to face my real fear. So what can I do that's going to be cool? <laughs> What's her real fear? John Singleton? I, damn. Why? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Man. Okay. I'm going to leave that right where you put it. <laughs> James uh, John Singleton. <laughs> Jay about to go look for the tea real quick. He about to dig that dirt right back up. He likes no. since we being messy on this episode of Fantastic Forum anyway with Amber Heard and you know it's like yeah, it's a shitty show. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Mo, what about you, man? What do you think about Mira? Uh, I mean, I didn't see her in the first one, so I don't. I only watch. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't see her in the first one? You watched Aquaman. I, I only watched fifteen minutes of it, and I'm like, this. I don't need to be watching this. Did you not? You, you haven't seen Aquaman like start to finish yet? I, I only watched fifteen minutes, like the 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 Black Manta's origin, pretty much. Yeah, and that's that that's probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, and that's how I felt, and I'm like, you know what? The rest of this isn't gonna be that good. <laughs> So I, I'm like, you know, I, I'm good. You know, I watched enough. And... I mean, his his black manta portrayal throughout the film is pretty good. Yeah, and there's some decent action scenes. You know, and it's not like you know. I mean, the film is not a waste by any means. It's just, okay. it's just not like like Jason Momoa is Jason Momoa's Aquaman as opposed to like actual Aquaman, right. you know? And I that's, saw his Conan, and it wasn't... It, it, it looks like his Aquaman's a lot like his Conan. 
<laughs> his, so. his Aquaman, his Aquaman, and his Conan definitely share DNA. Yeah. <laughs> However, his Aquaman portrayal is a better portrayal of Aquaman than his Conan portrayal is a portrayal of Conan. Okay. Hey, you know, and I have nothing against Momoa at all, really. Like, no, no, dude, he seems exactly. like a super cool dude. Yeah, he's grown on me a lot in, in other things, but. I just never got around to seeing finishing Aquaman. So. Yeah, you should. But you yeah, should so I, I look forward to not seeing her in two. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely uh, uh, w- w- over the weekend, one of those days, partake in in some uh, uh, substances that will alter your mind state and watch yeah. Aquaman. That'll probably be a good time. I might end up liking it. Can no, absolutely. I think you will way. like it in that in that way. Yeah. What'd you say, Jay? The animated joint was better. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's it's I'm Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <true. laughs> it's like what what animated DC movie is worse than a DC film? Yeah, like I mean, there's some, but it's rare, and it's not the main dudes. Which, like, I think it depends on which one you're talking about, though, right? Because yeah. I'm saying, like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you're saying, okay, there's some DC animated movies that aren't as good as, say, like, The Dark Knight, sure. Right. Yeah. I'll yeah. give you that. Well, but like, The Dark Knight isn't the bar for DC right. universe yeah. movies. It's like, you know, like, you got to pick a middle of the road DC movie. And yeah. tell me what DC animated joints not as good as that one. You know what I mean? Well, even for the most part, like their counterparts, like your Wonder Woman movie, even the first one, even yeah. though it was good, but you look at the Wonder Woman animated movie, yeah. and it's better. Right. You, you know, the Jonah Hex, like you look at a short, mm-hmm. like well, you know, we're reviewing Constantine. You look at a Constantine mm-hmm. movie, <laughs> and then you look at the Constantine animated thing, and there you have it. But I don't want to spoil our review for that. That's coming up. Yeah. Indeed. I see a, a quote from Derek H. there saying, is Amber still going to be in Aquaman 2? Uh, according to her testimony, she's she has a much reduced role and she, she doesn't even... she what I, I'm pretty sure her quote was, I don't even know how much I'm in it. Like, she said it like, you know, like, she could technically not be in it at all, but I think she believes... That she's going to be in, in at least like a few minutes of it, as opposed to you know, what's going to be in more of it. Man, what if they actually like redo the whole movie, kill her off at the beginning, and they just take Aquaman in a whole darker, more uh, flashpointy mm-hmm. way, and it actually or ends being... the hook, oh the hook the hand, hook. Yeah. yeah, and the he hook hand up... Aquaman. And he ends like, up being like it ends up being a be- way better movie because they decided to get Amber Heard out of it. Listen, that that version of Aquaman, Jason Momoa, is much yeah. more yeah. like uh, uh, equipped to play. Yeah. Like that version of Aquaman is the closest Jason Momoa gets to being comic book Aquaman, without question. Yeah. And, and, and they 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 play to that visually throughout the first movie, but. Yeah. Dude is, he's not, he's not like he, you know, that version of Aquaman is angry. Yeah. And and Aquaman in Jason Momoa's Aquaman isn't angry. He's edgy, you know. He, he's he's pretty much happy 
for the most part, he just wants to be left alone to his life, you know? Yeah. Oz says they're going to CG her out and replace her with a dolphin. Oh, look, much to Tyra Banks' chagrin. <laughs> Tyra was looking forward to this and now ruined for her. <laughs> She's like, I can't see this movie. Right. That dolphin has a laser on his head? No way. I, like, oh, I need to call my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, wait, uh, since you're in chat, man, if you've seen the She-Hulk trailer, can you comment on the CG while while we have you? Because I don't know how long you're going to be here. So, if you if you can, we'd appreciate it. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, so... We'll see how that goes in regards to uh, Aquaman 2. Derek J.H. says, uh, maybe Gal Gadot will cut off Amber Heard's head at the start. Uh, that's... Huh? That that would be that, amazing. That Look, it would be wild. Look, right. at, at this at point, I don't... Uh, I, that's, what, uh, that's what Johnny Depp is thinking. Uh, is, <laughs> that, that, Your Honor, is... Uh, would be uh, amazing. <laughs> I don't. I don't put anything past comic book movies anymore, because we got look, Frogman's in the MCU. So yeah. yes, that that could happen. Oz says uh, CG looks like early PS4 games. <laughs> that is what it looks like. That is exactly what it looks like. Damn, what were they thinking? <laughs> Anyway, okay, right. I guess we should get into reviewing some stuff. Um, We're doing the, the Constantine first, right? Yeah, let's do Constantine. Let's go. Comic book theater. All right, so first up, uh, Relatively new DC animated uh, feature. Well, I don't know if you could call it a feature. It's it's or or animated uh, uh, or set of animated shorts, and it is called Constantine, the House of Mystery. And so, uh, yeah, I, I will say, I I didn't know anything about this going into it. And so I was actually uh, shocked by by what I ended up getting <laughs> just because I was going in thinking I was going to watch a, uh, well, again, not, not necessarily feature length, but feature length for animation. DC animated projects because it was like, you know, like 70 something minutes. So I was like, okay, hour 15 minutes. And, you know, we're going to talk about Constantine doing some some uh you know crazy stuff or whatever and dealing with that the house of mystery and i was ready for it and sure enough i mean the joint started and that's what i felt like i was getting and then it ended <laughs> and i was like huh <laughs> like i literally sit there watching this joint and i was like huh i'm like i know that wasn't 70 something minutes and i <laughs> and i hit the remote just to kind of see like how much time had gone by and i think it was like 
I don't know, what, 15 minutes, maybe 20, somewhere in between. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of time left on this joint. Let me just see what happens. <laughs> I let the credits roll. Because I, re- I literally was sitting here like, is this like some kind of fake out? Like, are they doing like some old, like roll the credits and then something's about to happen? Like, I'm like, man, I'm like, that would be some old avant-garde type stuff for DC animated. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't usually get down like this. But then something completely different started. Well, Kamandi. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, Kamandi? <laughs> I, was, I was, wait. I, and here's the thing. Like, you all know me. You know that I don't, like, dabble in anything like, say what? Like jungle dude stuff? No, no, no. I was going to say, I'm talking about, like, I don't do like drugs or anything. Oh yeah. <laughs> but especially when it's families listening. N- no, no, I mean like it just you know, look, I just don't I don't like, the only thing the closest thing I have to a vice is is alcohol, I guess. And even then it's like, no, I mean I just I, I enjoy drinking, but it's not a problem. But either way, what I knew was I was like watching this come on the screen and like said Kamandi and I'm looking at the the art, and I'm like, because well, the other part too was that the the thing started over like completely from the beginning. That was yeah. the part that kind of threw me too, where it's like it literally does like the WB symbol, and it does like the DC like superhero logo thing, and then they has like these have a, a comic shop DC intro thing that they do. Yeah. And I'm, and they did it. They did it for every short, which was so weird because it's like, how many like, shorts are you know, on, this on this Blu-ray? Dude, it's like four or five of them, right? It's four. It's four of them. So this yeah. joint, the same way that Constantine starts, it does that for three additional times after it. Yeah. The only difference is that when the comic rack spins at the end. It spins to the issue of whatever you're like, it's the title card of what you're going to see. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, so, so when I'm watching this happen again, I'm confused. And I'm, I I literally said to myself, like, am I okay? Like, what's going (laughs) on? Like, I'm like, am I high? You know, like, I I was sitting here like, and then, and then it's a commandy. And I'm like, commandy. Because I'm just like, commandy doesn't, correlate to me with Constantine or the House of Mystery at all, right? <laughs> and then the art comes on, like the it's animated, but it's like it's it's Jack Kirby yeah. animated art style, which I've never seen before. And then I was like, dude, I'm high. I'm high. <laughs> because this doesn't happen. And then the show started and I'm like, no, actually, I think this is actually happening. <laughs> like, I, like, I was so confused because I was just like, no, this is real and this is happening right now. And I'm just like, huh, wow. Like, I did not know that. that like, and I'm just like, the Constantine joint is just over. And the messed up part was I was like, damn, like, I like, 
It's not even like it messed around and ended in like a way that like it like Constantine didn't get any happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I was so I think all of that put me in a whole different place where I was just like, whoa, like what is going on? And am I okay? And it's like, is this real? And it's like, yeah, this is like I'm like, I didn't and then so like I was okay. Once it ended, and I was like, okay, this is real. And then the thing started again, and I was like, no. And then I'm like, okay. No, I mean, this is just what they're doing. And I'm just like, man, this is a weird choice, man. Because (laughs) (laughs) it's not like they couldn't just cut back to the store comic rack and have it spin to a new comic. Like, you could have just easily done that. Yeah. And we could have gotten, like, one more minute from every episode <laughs> or, or a whole nother short. You know, <laughs> like, as, like, as, as much time as we spent looking at the DC logo and the whole like whole rigor remote of the Justice League and it going to the DC logo and then to this comic shop that only has DC products in it, which is kind of a nightmare of mine too. Like, you know, you're talking about phobias. I was like, man, like, where is this comic shop that only has DC comics? Like, oh. <laughs> it's like well, no thank you <laughs> no thank you this it's is the kind house of funny only open up it's, it's kind of funny because I don't think you were here when we the last time we did one of these yeah like, I think you mm. were gone that day yeah and we were did uh the one uh with death yeah. And uh, I, I was actually talking about that experience of like the comic shop with only DC stuff. Like it's weird and off putting, especially when you see it like multiple times, like right, <laughs> like one after the other. And it's not I, even I, like, so everything for... is out without boards and bags. And like <laughs> nothing, like there's no clearly, there's no like back issues. Like you can't go into a backlog because there's no boxes. Long boxes, so it is a nightmare for a comic book shopper because you got to be careful. You don't want to bend anything. It's like walking mm. on pins and needles. Yeah. Now, for a little context, um, a lot of these shorts are just extra features um, with other DC animated movies. Mm-hmm. Um, with I believe the House of Mystery being the original content. And the others, I believe, like at the very least, I know Commandi was a, a special feature. I believe the Losers and the Blue Beetle one are also uh, special features. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they'll collect them up and they'll sell them like this. And and I guess that's the thing where I don't have a problem with that. And I actually think. It's a it's a cool thing because I'm sure that there are people that, like myself, that haven't seen I hadn't, I hadn't seen any of these. Yeah. So you know I was happy to watch it, and I enjoyed each one for what it was. Hey. I just think I, I just think that you should be more upfront with what it is. Like, and I know it says it up top. I noticed it after the fact where like it does say up top that it's like feature not to say featurettes. I forget what it says exactly. You see showcase. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, animated short showcase. But the cover says Constantine. Yeah, it doesn't say the, the house of mystery. 
right like, especially when you're doing something like the house of mystery that's that was their like their supernatural trippy horror mm -hmm. anthology so it's an anthology in and of itself exactly and we used to have the little captions of what else is in that issue you know like mm -hmm. tales from the crypt and all that and mm -hmm. there was that and there was house of secrets and i forget there's a couple other ones but um I, I didn't know i would have bought it if i knew Kamandi was on it instead Dude. i just emailed them real quick for a for a, a press copy and they just sent me the like hey we're reviewing this can i get a copy of uh Constantine House of Mystery, and they just sent me the House of Mystery, and that's it. Nothing else. I wanted to watch Dude, Kamandi. I wanted to feel you, high. You're listen. <laughs> you, Kamandi you, is actually you, pretty good. I, 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 it. I like Kamandi. Dude, it it's like you're you're gonna love it when you see it. Yeah. Because because I was sitting here like, and here's the thing, I know, like I'm aware of Kamandi's existence. Mm -hmm. But I don't know Jack about Kamandi, and and that goes to what 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 you were saying, Mo, before or where you thought I was going, where you're like, yeah, I don't really mess with like the jungle superhero thing, yeah. like you know, I don't do I even like I, of the same way how's like you know you're talking about like Kazar and yeah. friggin' like Shauna It's like I yeah. know those people exist, and I and they come across. Like they pop up in the books I read every so often, but I, I've never once was like, "Let me go read." I remember their when book. Kazar popped up in the X Men cartoon, mm -hmm. and, I like, and I told my brother, "Like, who's Kazar? Oh, he's this." I'm like, "Oh man, that's tight!" Like, mm -hmm. and then that's when I became a Kazar dude. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, no, I mean, dude hangs out in the Savage Land, and you know, yeah. the X Men. Yeah, right. And the X-Men hang out in the Savage Land sometimes. So it's like, you know, so I, I know he exists, but there's no part of me that was ever like, oh, man, I need more Kazar in my life. <laughs> you know? And so so you know if I didn't feel that way about Kazar, you know, being in the universe that I actually like, you know that I'm not out here looking for no Kamandi. Yeah. But I learned stuff about Kamandi from this little short that I was like, dude, is that is that real? Like, you know, it's like, is that how Kamandi actually is? And I'm like, man, like, you know, and then, the, I mean, but honestly, I feel like the Kirby art, like the Kirby art animation is really what, yeah, like, like pulled me in because I had never seen Kirby's art, like, actually animated. Like, I've seen, like, you know, the, the stop motion kind yeah. of comic book stuff that, you know, that, that gets done every so often, like the motion comic-ish kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But this was just, like, actually animated but with Kirby's art style and I was like man like this is pretty cool man like I I feel like like I feel like it made me appreciate Kirby's art even more <laughs> which is crazy cuz I already was like the only the only thing that I had to knock it on is like there was no Kirby hands I wanted a Kirby like a, no I was waiting for it I was waiting for it I was like no Kirby hands in this joint? Like, what? Has anybody animated Kirby's art style yet like this? And no one decides to do the Kirby hand? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm disappointed by that. Like, I feel let down. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't lend itself to animation. <laughs> it, it doesn't lend itself to comics. <laughs> it's like, why is that Celestial just out here? Like, why is it like, 
I'll destroy all of humanity, and then the cover is like your face hidden by your head. Yeah, right. Like I'm saying, it's like it, it's not a thing where I'm like, oh man, like that makes sense to do, but, but it's it a good. signature style that he did, and I'm just like, dude, I want to see that. If we're gonna be doing Kirby, let's do Kirby. <laughs> so I don't know, man. In Kamandi uh, books, though, he didn't do the hands that much, so. Or as much, I guess. He did do them, but not... <laughs> I, I don't need Kamani to do it. There was like there were characters in there that definitely could have done the Kirby hands. <laughs> there was a, I can think of at least two characters in that joint that would not... It would not have been out of place for them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it didn't happen, but that's okay. It was still good stuff, and I was just like, wow, like, you know. Yeah, it was It was interesting. It was really interesting. So, so, so Jay... You you, you uh, mentioned all the the different uh, shorts they had. They had the Constantine joint. They had the Commandi joint. They had the Blue mm-hmm. Beetle joint, which featured the question. And then they had the um, the losers. losers joint. Yeah, the losers joint. Uh, which one of those was your personal favorite, Jay? Which one did you like the most? Uh, House of Mystery. Like, it, it's a good, have, like, you got You fun. can say it, Jay. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know if good story is the right thing, but it's definitely it's a, fun. Like, it's a good story. It's just, it's, like, it's just not conventional. Well, it's a little too conventional. Like. You think so? Yeah. Like, as soon as. It started like I knew exactly what was going on. Okay. Like, yeah, like it's easy to tell what's going on. And it's basically Constantine is in the house of mystery and he's hanging out with his friends and they turn into monsters and kill him. And he, like, it keeps happening. And so he's trying to, like, he's basically stuck in a loop. And he's trying to like figure out why and how and how to stop it. And it's good. Like I I I really enjoyed that. I like the reason it's happening, I get. Like I pretty mm-hmm. much saw that coming. Right. Like, he's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And he feels bad about himself. Like, but yeah, it's like. It's still like really good and fun. Like, I like seeing him like torn to shreds by his imaginary children. <laughs> that, that definitely sounds like a Joe thing to to, to enjoy. <laughs> uh, Mo, man, how did you feel about the portrayal of of Constantine and all of the supporting cast? Uh, I I liked it. I mean, Nurgle was good as always, <laughs> and the demons and Etrigan. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was, they just showed him, but they chased some blood out of a voice. I forget who does his voice. It was a good voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, the actual House of Mystery, like when Joe says uh, conventional, and it's like, yeah, it's unconventional. Like for someone like Larry, it's unconventional because you read Constantine in New 52 in superhero style books, you know? But if you read Vertigo or read that type of character in a less conventional or less mainstream uh, mm-hmm. storyline, 
you would get something like this. And this felt exactly like I said this about the death one and this, mm-hmm. that they're making these animated shorts when there is like the Spectre one, the mm-hmm. Jonah Hex one. Uh, it feels like those comics that they show you on the rack. <laughs> so the, they show you that <laughs> the Jonah Hex one, they show you like all-star Westerns type from back. That was one of the other House of Mystery type anthologies. And, you know, they'll show you something like that and show you Jonah Hex. And with uh, with this, it's it, they show you like the precursor to the Vertigo books, you know, the mm-hmm. stuff they were doing before they had Vertigo. And it feels like a Vertigo story. Um, mm-hmm. Even the way they had to like, I don't know if it was a, a specific reason why they changed his design <laughs> when he's here, as opposed to when he was in the other movie, because it, it, mm-hmm. it's it's a sequel or a, a epilogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, epilogue of that other movie, Apocalypse, Apocalypse War, which mm-hmm. that in and of itself is like your more uh, vertigoy type story that ties into the main DC universe, and it kind of gives you those concepts in a mainstream type way Mm -hmm. where they could have easily given it to you in the more vertigo way, but you wouldn't have enjoyed it as much or the majority of people wouldn't have enjoyed as much. You know, it's more superhero-y with those vertigo characters. And uh, so here, you know, it's like, okay, this is what you get in Hellblazer. And it happened in comics a lot. You know, you would have Batman will be dealing with Constantine and then Constantino look a certain way in Batman's issue, and then go back to his right. book in Hellblazer and look like mm-hmm. how they draw, like you know, they draw it there. So it, right. it gave me that feel, and it like it, it felt a little out of place because it's all in motion, and, and I'm, you know, they, they, when they show you the flashback, he looks back like that, like how he looked in the other movie, and then I'm like, no, this is again, they're making it like the comics. Like when he reads, yeah. when he goes back to Vertigo, like he looks like a Vertigo book, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I, I I like the tone. I like the dude that that plays Constantine is perfect. I, I love that they keep using him even for the voice. And uh, Lou Diamond Phillips as a Specter is dude. something that I, I want to <laughs> see in live action. Like uh, that's dude. that he he needs to be the Specter forever. Like dude. I I hope he gets typecasted as the Specter. <laughs> Dude, wait, he was so good. It was like, amazing. I literally was just, that was literally in my head just now. Where I'm like, that's the next thing I'm bringing up because I was just like, because I was shocked because I didn't recognize his voice. Yeah. And so I was literally looking at the credits, like, yeah. who played the Spectre? That guy was good. And I'm like, yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips. Like, I was like, damn, like, I, why is Lou Diamond Phillips like the perfect Spectre? Yeah. Look, and this is a weird, weird opinion, but, you know, if, if Johnny Depp doesn't make it out of this whole trial thing uh, clean, <laughs> and they can't use him, just use Lou Diamond Phillips for all the things, you know, recast Johnny Depp for uh, recast Lou Diamond Phillips for all the Johnny Depp roles. Because I, 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 I think he could do all of that. Like, he, the, I, the way I that can see Lou Diamond Phillips as Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 look, I, I can see him in the ninth gate, like the like I can see him in, in fucking in Las Vegas, like it, yeah. retroactively get rid of Johnny Depp and put put, <laughs> Blue, Diamond Phillips, put like, Blue Diamond Phillips in because he has that that weird voice and that the, the uh, you know, like and it works for the spectre. It doesn't work when you're under oath in court, but it works for the spectre, and it'll work for uh, if you're playing Hunter S. Thompson in Puerto Rico. You know, recast a rum diary with. Uh, oh, dude. I do kind of want to see his tonto. 
Oh, he'd be like, <laughs> it'd be more appropriate. It would be more appropriate. Oh, it's it is true. I guess I, you know, it's it wouldn't be appropriate, but it's more appropriate. <laughs> Wait, but, but no, man, he he is so good, and I I agree with you. Like, like I feel like Lou Diamond Phillips could definitely play uh, a, a live action Spectre. Like now, I didn't know that before. Real quick, before we lose this train of thought, this important train of thought, Jay, if you do want to see uh, a badass kind of uh, Lou Diamond Phillips as a Tonto type, watch Young Guns. Mm. Okay. Because he does the so face paint good. and everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like the peyote yeah. is I, fucking tight. I love Young Guns. It's, amazing. it's like and, a great and, fucking and Young movie. Guns 2. I feel like, yeah. Jay, did we go see Young Guns 2 together in theaters? We didn't. Like oh. I wanted to see it, but yeah. I never got around to it. I, I probably went to go see it with Jay my mom. He was, Jay, Jay forgot he was mad at you for not seeing it with him. He just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, <laughs> I'm mad at Jay because he wouldn't go with me to go see Posse. He's like, I don't go see the blacks. <laughs> I don't see the blacks on horses. <laughs> yeah. well, back then, I saw all of them. When I was <laughs> There's a, a good very one different on person right back now. then. There's a really good one on Netflix right now with uh, the dude that played the uh, that played uh, from Loki. The uh, oh, you talking about the harder they fall? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that joint is amazing. It's really good. Good soundtrack too. I didn't think yeah. I. Liked it. And, oh, dude, I had no idea that that reggae belonged in. Westerns. Yeah, it just fits. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. I was like, dude, like, you know what? This was been missing from Westerns for me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, damn, the harder they fall. Soundtrack. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's a uh, damn, I don't I don't can't remember old boy's name, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. The the dude that's gonna play Immortus. Immortus, yeah. And and that was in Loki and yeah. um and Idris Elba. And, and I mean, true. I mean, look, I look. I I feel yeah, like we're not doing the movie service. The chick that that played Domino was in it. Ev- right. Everybody, Zazzy Beats is in it. Friggin' uh, uh, Delroy Lindo from Watchmen. Yeah. yeah Del- Delroy Lindo Del is Lindo. in it. He um, said, damn so. it. <laughs> yeah, but no. The the harder they fall is is amazing. Damn. What? How can I forget Home Chick from? From she's amazing, she's so amazing. From Regina Watchmen, King? Regina King, thank you, Jesus yeah. Christ, you know, and the Keith Stanfeld's in it too. I don't know who that is, but I'm sure they were great. He was from Key Bill from um Atlanta and and Sorry to Bother You, and he oh, was in I Get Out as well. That. He's oh, oh dude, yes. oh, yeah. you, you need to be watching all of that. Like all, everybody that is within the sound of my voice, if you're not watching Atlanta, just just stop it. Don't watch anything else. If you're not watching Atlanta, just read. That building, <laughs> that huh? Poster, the poster for that one season still makes me uncomfortable. Which one? The one where they all have peaches in their mouths. Mm. Yeah. The commercials. It's like Real Housewives. The commercials look too humid. Look, the show is human. Yeah. No, no, human. <laughs> like it's wedding. 
dude, it's let me tell you, man, the show, like, it's so crazy because the show has always been phenomenal. But when you're talking about like this season of Atlanta is on some next level stuff, man. And you can't like it's one of these things where if you want to, you could jump in at this season technically, but you you would be able to follow the narratives, but you'd be doing yourself a disservice because I feel like you have to kind of like gradually work your way up into what they're doing but it's, it's an amazing thing man and i'm just like man right. donald glover like the dude I is so talented question. it makes me sick yeah like, i have a question about the show but i don't want to derail us further <laughs> but and, look, i kind of want to know if that dog if that dog breeding thing ever like came th went through for the guy i i would have to answer that off air because i don't remember what we're talking about like that's like There's season two where, i think so yeah where like the dude I would needs have... money and he goes to the dude like can you give me some money and he's like yeah i can either get you like a little bit right now or i can get you a lot and he's like a lot oh yeah yeah i i remember what you're talking about like yeah we we should talk about that off air because <laughs> yeah that, yeah i don't think there's a I don't know if there's a simple answer to your question, but yeah, that's that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's Atlanta, so no, there's not a simple answer. <laughs> okay, so um, let's talk about yeah. some of these other shorts. All this to say, Lou Diamond Phillips was amazing in Dude. <laughs> House of Mystery. Look, one hundred percent MVP in that short, and and it was just, it was like. Like and also too, just the like the, the the part where they're like walking between realities. Yeah, or, that, that's or walking. Cute. Yeah, it was just so good because I like I've seen that, that in the that. comments, yeah. Yeah. and I'm just like, oh, like you know, it's one of those things where I never would have thought like, oh, I want to see that animated. Like I want to see that in animated form because it's like it's kind of like background and it's cool that they walk in what looks like space. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's not, like, a flashy thing. But now that I actually saw it, I was just like, oh, that's so cool, man. And I love that they did that. Like, I'm, I'm, I was happy to see that in animated form, you know? What if in Dark Crisis we end up with that, that Constantine coming back, like, helping, learning what he learned? <laughs> about That'd be crazy. Look... It, it would be amazing when we get to the point where comics and the uh, TV and movie mediums are meeting, like where 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 shows are in continuity with whatever book you're reading. Like that that will be a a, a, a pinnacle point for me in particular. As a comic books fan, as a comic book fan, but just because it's like I love, like when look, I still talk to this day about uh, about friggin' the Ultimate Spider-Man video game, yeah, and how that <laughs> joint was in continuity with the Ultimate Spider-Man comic book, and like I bring it up as like just this high point in in narrative where it's like I could be reading this book and then put that book down. 
and then go play this video game. And what happened in in, in between those two, like between the, that issue and the next issue, some of that is covered in the game I played. Like that's a, that's amazing. And it's mm-hmm. like it's, it hasn't happened since then, <laughs> as far as I know. I'll say it like and that. It was like, a I, good like, game too. Like, it was yeah, a really good that's, game. The, that's the important part, right? It's like yeah. you know, it doesn't matter if the game sucks, right? It's like if the game sucks, then it's like no, we want to forget it. But no, the game was amazing <laughs> and in continuity because it was written by the dude that was writing the comic book at the time. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> It's so cool, but yeah, all these other shorts. I mean, Jay. Uh, well, Jay, you, you said the House of Mystery was your favorite one there. Larry, yeah. what was your favorite? Oh, Larry, Larry's gone. No. I didn't see the other ones. I'm, but back. House- I'm sorry. <laughs> Gary, uh, Gary. <laughs> you didn't want to flash your pussy. <laughs> that, well, just because you asked for it, there it is. Bam! <laughs> I made you famous, Boston. I made you famous. <laughs> Look at the camera at least. <laughs> yeah. He's like, nah. Look at the camera. Look there. You pay me to look See? at the camera. Oh, oh, now you want to act like you don't want to be here, huh? See, look. <laughs> Say something, Boston. <laughs> Meow for the people. No, nah, okay, then get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um so my favorite. Uh oh man. It's hard to say only because. Like honestly, I like them all. I, I think, I think I have to go with. I like, I think I have to go with the Commandi one. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, no, really, and but I think it's more so, like I think it's more so my experience with like resting in it because literally I was so confused, and it turned out to be so awesome. And but but I think what. But I think the pro or not the problem, but I think the part of it was just like I was like, "What is happening?" And then I'm like, "Commandi," and then I'm like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Like they're giving me like an introduction to Commandi, but uh, but but in a subtle way. It's not an origin story. It's just uh, it, it's just a story." that happens to tell me a bit about his origin. And so it's a separate story that mentions and, you know, like fills me in. So I kind of, but I don't feel like, you know, I have to go through an entire thing of like, oh, this is what Commandi's all about and where he comes from <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. And and it's a short story, you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. moving Jack Kirby. <laughs> you know, it's moving, it's moving Kirby art. So I'm just like, I think that whole experience definitely like upped it for me. But at the same time though, I like I will say this. I really I I think Commandi is the right answer, but I also really, really enjoyed um I, I enjoyed them all for the record, but I really enjoyed um the Blue Beetle joint too, because the Blue Beetle joint was in like done in the style of like the old Spider-Man cartoons. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if you have Blue Beetle, but in that like, you know, Spider-Man cartoon style, like literally with a Blue Beetle theme song, 
that is clearly inspired by the Spider-Man theme song that we all know. But it's not like, oh, just like put Blue Beetle in for Spider-Man. It's like they they actually like tried to come up with like, well, what if Blue Beetle had a song in that era? You know, it's like is what the song they came up with feels like the song the people would have come up with that were like, well, this Spider-Man cartoon's a hit. We have a, a insect hero. We got Blue Beetle. Let's do a Blue Beetle cartoon. <laughs> and if they were like, if they had made that cartoon, this is what they feel it feels like. But it feels like they made that cartoon, but with a slight bit of modern day sensibilities. And that makes it awesome because like even to the point where there's parts in it where, you know, where in the same way in that Spider-Man cartoon back in the day, like if they had multiple characters doing the same thing, they would just use like the same animation. Like that happened in this joint where it's literally like (laughs) four henchmen jumping out of a window and they literally jump out the window the exact same way with the exact same sound (laughs) effect. And it's just like, and it's hilarious because I, well, you know, it's funny. I have to go back and look at it, but they use the same animation, but the henchmen are technically different sizes. (laughs) <laughs> they're in the same costume, but they're technically different sizes. I don't know if they're all the same size in that moment, or if they're different sizes just doing the same animation and the same sound in the same way. But either way, it's brilliant because it's just like it, it's it's so much an homage to like that era of superhero animation and having you know having grown up watching cartoons like that. It just felt so good, and it was like Blue Beetle. But uh, and the question, yeah, that's not a cartoon. <laughs> but with modern sensibilities, like, look, I'll tell you, I, a line that came out of that joint that I'm like, oh, I'm using that all the time now, <laughs> is the the Blue Beetle asks something to the question, <laughs> and the dude says, that seems like uh, that's a question for your urologist. <laughs> he says that's a question for your urologist and i was just like dude i'm so gonna use that people ask me some stuff and i'm just like i don't know the answer to that like that sounds like a question for your urologist that might just be the like look, look them look them dead in their face and see what they say next you know <laughs> don't even crack a smile or nothing just you know but yeah man i was like that is that is funny man it is it it, it's it was a really good uh i feel like if if i I, there's a part of me that feels like if the blue beetle was the second episode maybe i would say that that was my favorite because of that experience but at the same time i don't think so because I, I wouldn't have known I wasn't high from the Spider-Man-esque kind of thing going on and Blue Beetle. Yeah. Like it, it was 100% Kamandi like, and Kirby combination that made me feel like I was high. I think with Kamandi <laughs> also, like, well, I, I guess it's more of a question. Did, did Kamandi or Blue Beetle or any of these made you want to see more of these, like maybe in a series form? Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I like, and, and, he, I, I think the only one I didn't feel that way about was the losers. Honestly, okay. like I think, and and because I feel like the losers, 
I felt like the story was more like was like there was more definitive ending to that story. Yeah. Um, but as soon as Constantine ended, I was like, I want to know what happens next. And then same thing when uh, when Kamandi ended, I was like, I want to know what happens next. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When Blue Beetle and the question joint ended. I didn't, the question wasn't, I want to know what happens next, but it was like, I want more of this. <laughs> like, I would watch the next episode of this easy. You know what I mean? No question. The way you and described, like said, losers. The way you described mm -hmm. it, like a retro y kind of feel, but mm -hmm. tongue in cheek, is like mm -hmm. perfect for like an adult swim, too. Oh, yeah. 100. Look, it would fit really good on adult swim, and it definitely, and I feel like people would watch it because. The audience is like, I remember watching cartoons yeah. like this. And they, you know, and like it, the crazy thing is like you put that joint on Adult Swim, half the people watching it won't even realize that Blue Beetle is like a real comic book character. Right. <laughs> they would just think like, oh, this is like a Spider-Man parody thing. And it's like, no, no, that's actually a DC character <laughs> that, that exists, <laughs> you know. But yeah, like, it, but it was it was a good episode. And it definitely made me feel like I would watch more uh, more episodes that are like this. Like, I would watch Blue Beetle every week. <laughs> every week. Without fail. So, yeah. It's good stuff. But, but yeah. Commodity is what I have to go with. Uh, short story long. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we should rate this, too, I guess. Unless you have anything else to say. But uh, I'm good, Jay. You have anything you want to say about the other, the other shorts? Because I mean, the only one that we didn't really go into is is, is losers. And I will say that, um, you know, have you seen the movie? It's nothing like the movie. Yeah, it's nothing like the movie. I agree. I, I just see the movie too. But no, this is like class, like war, World War Two, the losers. Okay. Like that's that's Sergeant Rock, right? Yeah. No, it's not Sergeant Rock in the thing. Like I think it's like he doesn't get called Sergeant Rock. They just call him Sarge. But the, I don't. The, the, let me just look what he looks like in the comic real quick. Hold on, because I feel like it. Oh, you know what? No, you're right. That's not. No, that's not Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock also looks would be different weird because Sergeant Rock had his own DC showcase. Oh, he did? Which was amazing. Yeah. It was Sergeant Rock and the Creature Commandos. Dude, it was so good. Oh, okay. Oh. That's but the one I yeah, watched not... silent, I think. Say again? That's the one I watched without audio, I think. Hmm. I feel like the Losers um, animated joint that we saw, like that made me feel like I would want to see like maybe a full-length movie. Of them, okay, yeah. I feel so, like the, the other movie will be better. Yeah, and and it's like you know the other joints felt like um, episodes of like a, a really good show, but that joint felt more cinematic, and it was really good, and it, it felt like it had a a more definitive kind of uh ending to it and so that's why i wasn't like 
you know, I want to see more of this. It's like that story's over. But I would love to see other stories with these <laughs> with these characters because they were good. They were good. And I, I, I want to, I, like, you got to give a shout out to uh, to uh, Ming-Na Wen. Ming-Na Wen is in it mm-hmm. as a, a Chinese uh, a Chinese spy. And yeah, she's, I mean, she's always phenomenal. But like, she's she's no less phenomenal in animated form in this <laughs> you know and i i was sitting here like like watching her and it felt like watching her give a performance like because it was like yeah like it's crazy like how good she is and and everything she does like she doesn't she doesn't i feel like there's never you know you know some people are like oh you know they kind of phoned it in or they didn't bring their A game today. You know what I mean? Like where you went around and you watch somebody give a performance and you're like, oh, they obviously didn't feel as good about that particular role as they did about this role over here. And I'm like, I don't feel like I ever said that. Like, I don't, I don't like if, if, if Ming-Na Wen says to me, I don't know what role I like the most. I kind of just put the equal effort into everything I do. I would believe her. <laughs> you know, I I can't say that about every actor because you know some people is like nah you don't listen I I've seen you in stuff <laughs> you, you you don't put equal effort into everything but me me not when put equal effort into everything man she is just phenomenal one hundred percent of the time okay so we should rate this okay uh, who wants Moses to go first. Uh, I can only talk about John Constantine in the House of Mystery and with the Spectre minimalist uh, approach of uh, what he does <laughs> was amazing and the House of Mystery was good and uh, Constantine, the dude that plays Constantine is always great uh, I enjoyed it a lot so that, that alone gets 5 out of 5 and now I, I should have bought it because I missed out on all these other cool things that you guys got to talk about without me. It's okay, buddy. You'll we'll make sure you see it still. Yeah. Jay, what do you what do you say? I will give it a four out of five. Like these are all pretty enjoyable, um, fun. Yeah, like they're just a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it a five out of five uh, only because um, it like while I can totally respect that this might not be for everybody, it was 100% for me (laughs) because it's like, not only did it tell, I mean, story is king for me. So all the stories across the board were good, solid stories. But then on top of that, I felt like it did a lot of, uh, or, or each each uh, short had a lot of heart injected into it, and it felt like they were each each short had a particular thing that it was trying to do that I felt it executed and, and succeeded at really well, and so you know it was just an all around enjoyable experience for me. So I'm gonna give it a five out of five. So. Cool. Gents, what would you like to talk about next? I would like to talk about Sadako. Cool. Let me hit the theme. 
Comic book review. Comic book like, review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite part. Yeah. It's my favorite part. <laughs> it's okay. I switched so windows. Tobacco. Yeah. Jay, it's okay. you, you read this digitally, right? Yes. Okay. On Comixology? Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How was your experience in uh, swiping pages? And... It was good. Like, I didn't have any issues. Okay. And I was able to zoom in when I needed to, and okay. yeah, I think okay. I was able to zoom in. Like it doesn't have do- the, it doesn't have the panel view. The guided, oh, the view. guided, yeah, guided view. This one didn't. Yeah, but I could zoom in when I needed to. Okay, well, why don't you tell us what Sadako is, and then we'll get into the real hatchet job we got planned. Okay, so Sadako is from the ring. Uh, she's the demon from the ring. And in this a story, she is watched by two girls who are the last two people on Earth. And so she begins, like, kind of just hanging out with them, haunting them as they go, searching for more people. And Sadako just wanting to like do her thing and kill, and the girls who just kind of kind of just do their thing and survive. Um, and yeah, this this is what uh the girls travel with Sadako. They meet an old woman and a hairstylist, and I think they meet another vengeful ghost. And they kind of just have these adventures at the end of the world. Okay. So, so Mo, do you want to, before we get into it, do you want to tell us about your experience? Yeah. I, you know, I, I bought it. I bought, I decided to buy it on Apple books because comiXology and Amazon are, are being a little weird and, Apple Books actually kind of does what Comixology and Amazon do already. Like they have pretty much all the same books. They don't do any of the deals or prices, price issue things like the price drops or anything. But I'm okay with that. Like when I'm just buying one thing at a time. And uh, I was reading uh, Sadako on my iPad, which is, you know, iPad Pro. With a twelve hundred dollar piece of machinery, mm-hmm. and uh, I took a screenshot because flipping the pages was a fucking a hard. Like the, it's a manga, so I understand everything runs in different direction. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they decide to instead of giving you one page at a time, to give you two. So you're scrolling through an image of the two pages, and then before you know it, you accidentally flip a page. So. <laughs> That's I, weird, I, like, because yeah. Amazon, actually, like, they have the thing where you could choose to look at two pages instead of one. Right. But yeah. I normally do the one page and, and just do it like that. 
for some reason, uh, Apple Books doesn't have that. I've seen it done for other things, just not for uh, um, this. <laughs> like you know, and uh, I took a, a screen grab of my experience in flipping pages. Hopefully, it translates to to what I felt. It should be playing here. So it's like I switch pages and then it goes back. It flips to the other page and then goes back and then before I know it, it accidentally I'm not done reading, but I'm scrolling. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So and that's actually in the uh in the portrait view of the iPad. So I read it on the phone. Uh, I didn't share the video on the phone because the phone is a, is a pleasurable experience. It automatically does one page and it does a cool little like animation of flipping a page. <laughs> like you're actually flipping <laughs> a page. And um, because of the, the way the art works and the screen of the iPhone, like I don't feel like it's too small or anything. It just works perfect. So luckily my purchase on the iPad translated over and <laughs> I just picked it up there and I actually mm -hmm. read the whole book on my phone. And it was a pleasurable experience. So then I'm like, you know what? But I, oh, I, nice. I, I do need to, like, the iPads, like, that's what I got to read books because I want to see the art and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like, well, what if I put it in landscape mode? And I took video of that. Landscape mode is, it still does a two-page thing, but the two pages fit exactly to the proportions of the iPad. So it feels like you're holding a book open. And I think that's kind of what they're going to, but they should make a suggestion. Like, read this in landscape, please. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, that's that. And when I'm ready to switch, I, I just, it flips, but it's, you know, it's a landscape. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's, that was my experience reading it. So it, it was a little tricky. And uh, I actually got a bootleg version um, because I'm like, well, I paid for it already. What if I have a better <laughs> experience reading on a bootleg site? And I actually read it on a bootleg site, and the bootleg site was really just one page at a time. And I just scrolled down, and it works because, you know, I get confused with the left to right thing, right to left thing <laughs> in mm -hmm. manga. When you're going up and down, like nobody does up and down unless you're doing bootlegs. So it feels like I'm reading any other, you know. So it, that the uh, bootleg is is the the more the more pleasurable experience, uh, free, I guess. But if, if you, I, I felt like I had to include this because it, I really enjoyed this story, <laughs> you know. It, it was a, a, a almost like a weird genre uh, take, uh, like a weird genre swap for what you would think for Sadako and the art in it is is great <laughs> as minimalist as it, it may appear but uh it, this really like cemented in my head that drawing manga is a whole different art form mm -hmm. because you can do things where you gotta go really detailed and other things where you just want to convey an expression and you can like dial it back. And it's usually one guy doing everything. So you can see like it's a cutting corner, but it, it feels like an artistic choice. And mm -hmm. it doesn't diminish. Like when we read American comics, especially these with the deadlines, these monthly books, 
you see where like the good panels are and the bad panels are and they ruin your experience of reading that book whereas here it's like it feels like an artistic choice and it, it just it, it the whole thing was a pleasurable experience once <laughs> i figured out how to read it on my device like it made me feel like i really would have should have bought this physically you know <laughs> but um but aside from that like the story itself like i really enjoyed it. i enjoyed the little characters that that hang out with Sadako, which is my thing. Like, everybody... I, I watched The Conjuring 2, and there's a ghost that just appears in your face and says, get out of my house! Yeah? And he watch, he sits on his chair and just watches TV while you're trying to watch TV. And I'm like, hey, man, look, if, if I don't live in this house, they're going to wreck it down. You're not going to have a house. So I'm paying the bills here. You can watch TV in your chair. Like, that's fine. But we need to work out a schedule. Like, we can be roommates. You know, like that when I saw that movie, that's what went through my head. Like, I'll talk to this guy because he's talking to me. He's yelling at me and like, hey, man, you don't need to yell. I can hear. <laughs> it's like, listen, ghost, be cordial. Yeah. Like, you're, you're high enough. like, you're lucky you don't have to pay rent because you're dead. But I do. And I have to pay so that you can haunt this place. You know, and that's kind of like that thought process is kind of what this story is in a little bit where it's like these are the last dudes, the last kids on the planet, more or less. And Sadako kind of needs them to exist, but then she could be free if they die, but she doesn't know if she's going to be, free. you know, so it, it's a for me, it was a, a really interesting concept for Sadako. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually found another book for Sadako too that I'm probably gonna get, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Um, can I real quick share like my favorite? Part yeah, of man. This, well, my second favorite part of this book, um, because they meet uh, different people on their journey, and one of the people they meet is a hairstylist. Yeah, and. Sadako with their hair done is hilarious. <laughs> like, I was laughing so hard when I saw this Dude. the first time. When and I saw that, now, it makes me like chuckle. Like, <laughs> like, like she out here looking fabulous. <laughs> like, it made me wish I was a hairstylist because I would get that tattooed. Like, this dude literally like fixed a cursed demon. Or, or vengeful ghost, uh, the what is it, the what they call it in Japan, the the Hanya, you know, like the cursed mm-hmm. ghost, uh, vengeful ghost. Like he fixed her hair and gave her like something that she never thought she would enjoy. You know, <laughs> she she's fantabulous. Yeah, and then he yeah. wanted to fix the nails too. <laughs> like <laughs> like he, she goes to grab him, he's like, "Your cuticles are dead." <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Like, oh, Jesus. Just him, like he, he's like talking, he's hanging out, like he's a hairstylist, and he's just hanging out at the end of the world with no clients, <laughs> but he's got the scissors in his hands, the shears in his hand. <laughs> and talk about Kirby hands, like he points those things at him. Kirby <laughs> <laughs> and it's like and and then Sadako saves the girls heroically, thinking mm-hmm. that it's a dude with a weapon trying to hurt them. Which I thought was like for me was one of the best moments uh, in this book. Man, yeah, it was a great. Thank you, Jay. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't have read it otherwise, like, unless, you know, yeah. it came up in conversation or something. But even then, I probably wouldn't have bought it. I was like, ah, oh, it's something to get to eventually, you know? I'll be honest, like, the premise sounded awesome. Yeah. Like, well, interesting. The premise sounded interesting. But what made me want Lawrence to read it was, like, the last panel of the main story. Which, did you read that, Lawrence? Did that scare you as much as it scared me? You, you know what, dude? I, I I didn't get to it, I don't think, because... Uh, because that's the I, point, I, I... Well, no, I thought we were supposed to read... Like, I didn't realize we were supposed to read the entire first volume. Uh-huh. And so, that was my bad. I, I, I thought I had read what I was supposed to read, but apparently I was supposed to go further. So... I gotta, I gotta see, but like, yeah. So though you know, the, the answer is no. But the the reason <laughs> is because I haven't read it yet. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah, know. Did it I, scare you? Like, I know uh, it's pretty tough. Yeah, no, it didn't scare me. Um, in fact, it actually <laughs> because I I understand it's supposed to be scary. It kind of took me away from the story because I was like, well, you know, because I always even in the ring. Like Sadako is a tragic character, you know. Same with uh with the grudge. And well, no, like she's a vengeful ghost, but she's a vengeful ghost because of what happened to her. It's not she's a monster because humanity made her a monster, you know? And to me, that's a tragedy. Like it's not even as much as the movie did scare me, and even how I found the the because t- I found the tape at Comic Con when I was sixteen, you know, <laughs> and I popped it in and watched the actual tape that they watch in the movie, not knowing what it is. Talking about you hear a sound in your head, and then my phone rings. I don't know. My landline <laughs> rings out of nowhere. That's right, because it says uh, what it, it, at the end of the video there was a website said anopenletter.com. So I went right after it, you know, you know dial up. And then it says, you're going to hear, within seven days, you'll hear a noise. And it's going to be a ringing in your ear. And then, bring my phone rings. <laughs> and there's nobody on the other side of the phone. Like, nobody, nobody talks, you know? Like, it was weird. But I don't know if it was, like, weird, you know, clearly weird viral marketing. I don't know if that had anything to do with my landline. Because, I mean, technically, the... <laughs> The modem was tied to the landline back then, so it could have. Yeah, I'm scared right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm scared for for the past version of you. Yeah, I was scared too until I put in another video in the VCR called "Sluts in Toyland 2. (laughs) That got the fear right out of me. (laughs) Is that what came out of you? The fear. (laughs) The fear. (laughs) That that what you young kids call it? The fear. I think that apartment. <laughs> I think that apartment still has the fear on the ceiling somewhere. Oh, the ceiling, right there it is. The fear, man. But, but it, it, it was. Uh, it, I mean, it was a that. So and then you know, eventually the ring came out the next year because that was a whole year <laughs> that I didn't know. And I I, I shared the video with Lloyd and then my friend. Dude, my guy, a year. Yeah, a I'm year. so happy I didn't know you. Yeah. I'm so happy. Like, I, there, there's a part of me that would love to have known you before 
but I'm happy I missed that. It devil. I want to know you after the ring came out. I don't need to know you anytime beforehand. It's like, hey man, I saw this crazy thing. Why don't you look at it too? Like you're one of yeah. those people that's like, this tastes terrible. Here, taste it. Now, why would I taste that, man? Why would I taste that? Here's the thing. Uh, about two years before that, the video that because I found the video in a dumpster, like at Comic Con, no. and I took no, it. Why were you? Why were you in a dumpster, bro? It was like it was a dumpster that, like, the viral marketing, like they just put a dumpster at across the street, and it was filled with videotapes, and people just grabbed the. Oh, tape. yeah. Oh, okay. So what? it was you okay. Know, you gotta be, you, know, you gotta you be know. more specific on, if it's open. You didn't know that it looked like a trash can. Like you didn't know it wasn't a, a real trash can. It just looked like every other trash can there. But if it was all videotapes, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least you're like, okay, like I didn't mess around and grab it next to like a piece yeah. of like half eaten chicken and food. like, yeah, and a can of ice cream cone that he didn't how finish. You're it? like, I'm <laughs> the tape out is dripping. It's like a a freaking random. Piece of plastic with some unknown substance on it. It's like, was that a honey bun wrapper? What is that? You know. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, oh wait a minute. I think that's a that's a, a never mind. Never mind. <laughs> All this to say is this: I seeing th these that there's a, a genre now of Sadako, like essentially fan fiction, that puts mm -hmm. her in different scenarios with keeping true to what she is is like. I think I found something new to spend money on and be a fan of, you know? Like, if only they could get white covers on these mangas. <laughs> Hilarious. I, I will say this. And, even oh, though I didn't get... Oh, go ahead. And, yeah, as a hairstylist, I wish I was a hairstylist because I would so get that Sadako with the beautiful hair tattoo if I was a... But, dude, you're a barber. Yeah, but That's it's close different. enough. Like, it, no, it's if, if I was at the end of the world and Sadako came to me, she wouldn't look like that when I was done with it. Like, <laughs> you give Sadako the tight fade, yeah. <laughs> like let her face show. Yeah, they would think she was a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. But no, I, I was gonna say that you know, um. I like I'm sure or no actually well I, I'm not Jay you told me what this was gonna be before I read it, right? I think so. Okay, I'm pretty sure you did. I forgot that though. So when I started reading this joint and I saw the cover, I was like, oh <laughs> Cause that 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 demon thing it always puts me on edge. Like I didn't see the ring. Um, you haven't seen I the saw, ring. No, no, I saw Ringu. Okay, which is the the, the Japanese. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Ringu. Oh, go ahead. No, no. For American sensibilities, like the color palette, the the filmmaking in in ring the ring. Oh. oh I think it'll, it'll have a worse, like as, scar as much as scarier as Ringu is. The tension in Ring, like they work more for the tension than the actual scares. 
And I think yeah, that well, would feature Larry Moore. Well, but here's the thing, though. It's like, and you might be right, because what, what I will give you is this. Like, obviously, like, and, and keeping in mind that Ringu was made in a completely different time than the ring was made. And country. But, oh, well, yeah, definitely different country. But, but it's, it's, um, like, you know, American cinema, like, they definitely build tension, especially when they do things they do with music and whatnot. Like, they understand psychologically what puts people on edge. But I feel like Japanese horror, and, and this is exemplified in Ringu, is like, 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 American cinema creates tension. Yeah. Japanese cinema makes you feel tense. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like, yeah. more taps into, like, the core, like, into that more, like, lizard brainish kind of thing right. going on. And I, and I feel like, like, Ringu... Like, Ringu almost did the ASMR thing with the nails going right. back. And, right. And yeah. Right, exactly. Where you're just like, dude, like, what? Like, I was literally like, I watched that joint on video, and I don't know why I watched it. Like, I can't even think. And I, I remember watching it at my grandma's house in the middle of the day, <laughs> thinking, like, I'm gonna be okay, and I was so wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong because it was so like the house was full of people. <laughs> it was the middle of the day. And like I was thinking, like, no, I'll be okay. And I was just like, dude, I don't even know why I watched this show. Because you know, I don't watch horror movies. Yeah. And it was in black and white. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I'm gonna be alright. And man, I was so wrong. And when the American version came out, I'm like, I'm not even messing with that because I knew like uh, in some ways it wasn't gonna be as scary as what I watched in the Japanese joint, but in other ways I knew it was gonna be more more scary because like like you mentioned like you know like it they create tension yeah. and, and and they do it with music and of course the other thing is the visual effects were going to be much more pronounced in an american version as opposed to the the japanese original version um you know, I, and you know what i watched it for i think now that i'm thinking about it is i think somebody mentioned to me that the story was good and, and the story is good, yeah. and I think yeah. that that's what I watched it for. I think I was like, dude, let me try to get through this because they said the story's really good, and I want to I want to see the story. Um, and and they were right; like the story's fantastic for Ringu. I don't know what the story is for the Ring and how closely it follows, but I was just like, I'm it's not still, messing with it. It's still good. It it changes some things, but it's still good. And yeah. in, in the way that the movie was actually praised, like. Kind of like the sixth sense where it's horror cinema. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. But but so with that said, my point is I get tense every time I see that demon. And <laughs> uh, and I'm talking about like anytime, like even like when like you know how sometimes like randomly there'll be like a YouTube prank or something where yeah. somebody like dresses as that thing or or ends up like pranking people in an elevator and that person just comes out as that in the corner of the elevator. Like I, all I see, if I see the preview, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. How did this get on my feet? You know what I'm saying? Like, who did this? Like, who did this? I didn't, I wasn't looking for Japanese horror, nothing. 
So it, I take it personal because I feel like somebody is targeting me, you know, <laughs> you know, and so it's a crazy thing and it just puts me on edge. So I saw this and I was like, oh, man. And then I read the book and I was like, oh, this is like a completely different thing, which, again, like you just said, Mo, you know, like it's crazy how you have like people that have put this demon into this additional genre or into yeah. different genres of things. And it's yeah. like its own kind of like it's it's like a sub genre around this particular figure. And, you know, and I won't lie, it still puts me on edge because I feel like no, it does, because yeah. even she though it's like, a, kids. It's like she's sleeping next to these kids knowing she's going to kill them. And I'm just like, that's eerie as hell to me. Because it feels like the demon's being, the vengeance, the vengeance demon is being nice to these little girls for now. Yeah. And that that's almost worse than trying to kill them right off. You know? <laughs> so I don't know, man. I just like, I don't know. I, I like, it wasn't what I expected. And that's that's the theme for me for this entire show. <laughs> like Constantine, Constantine wasn't what I expected. This wasn't what I expected. Uh, a, a town called Terror is not what I expected. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Now, do you think you'll finish the book, or are you kind of done with it? No, no. I mean, I'll, I'll keep going only because, like, I want to get to where you want me to get to. Like, I understand that we had a mission, so I want to, you know, I want to understand and 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 complete the assignment and don't worry, <laughs> you know? there, there's some fun extra stuff after the after the ending so yeah you'll be and that's the end of volume down. one oh uh, there's only one volume yeah it, it's con it's it ends with this volume it's like four chapters yeah and a little bonus thing at the end yeah okay it, the bonus is fun, out. so even if the ending scares you like it did me, you'll have the little extra bits to like come down from it. <laughs> okay. Listen, if I just throw my tablet out the window, don't be mad. <laughs> All right. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> like, it could happen. I'd be like, Mo, you got another tablet? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I had to get a Kindle Fire. I had to get a Kindle Fire so I could buy comics from Comixology. I was like, Mo, do it uh, I threw my tablet out the window. You got another tablet? <laughs> There's this other book while we're on the topic uh, called... Wrong page. It's called Sadako Son. Yeah, see, I'm just I don't understand why people like like this thing and so much. It's Sadako Son and Sadako Chan. Uh, oh, she's just so cool. She's kind of a, a icon, like Freddie or Jason. Yeah, and and but I I feel like I feel like she's a movie. And Jason. Well, yeah. The thing but for I mean, me is the point is she's iconic. She she's like those, but she's a character that I actually feel for too, you know. Like I, I don't know. It's it's weird my, my whole thing <laughs> with with Sadako, but 
No, I mean, listen, like, I feel like, you know, you're just tapping into the, the zeitgeist of the Japanese people. Like, so, obviously, um, some, some people feel this over there. They feel the same way. So, next week, we're going to watch Sadako versus Kiyako, right? I watched it already. I didn't like it. I don't know what that means. Two out of five. It's basically the ring versus the grudge. grudge. Yeah. No, what? It, I mean, it, that, it's a cool idea. The grudge it, isn't the same thing as the ring? No. But, but the, no, art in, the art in this Sadako Chan and Sadako Sun is pretty good. Wait, hold on. Keep hold it up. Oh, here, there it is. And it's nice. I like how they use the color. Uh, wrong side. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Why aren't these little kids afraid of this thing? That's Sadako. That's Kitty. It's Kid Sadako. Like, so it's Sadako and Kid Sadako. That's what. That, that's that's interesting. Sadako, because her face, I can see her face. Yeah, but that's Sadako Chan. That's like. Yeah, you were able to see her face when she was a kid. Yeah, it's like before, I guess, before she became cursed, she goes to like. This is my American sensibility just with those names. She goes back in time and tells her, hey, man, don't trust these motherfuckers. Yeah, stay away from <laughs> Wells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Okay. I, yeah, I like Sadako. We, and I mean, if you want to talk about Sadako versus Masago or whatever, I forget the other one. Kiaka. Kiaka, yeah. I, I can say Masago because that's my favorite. Like, I love Jeez. Masago on my sushi. <laughs> In fact, okay. I'll eat sushi while I watch Masago. I mean, Kiaka versus Sadako. No, I just kind of want Larry to watch it because if he yeah. watches it, then I'll have to watch it, and I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, it's is like it Shudder. animated or is it live action? Live action. Live action. I don't think I can do it. What I can tell you, like, remember how like Freddy versus Jason like seemed like a good idea, and then we watched it was like, you know, not gonna lie, I love that movie. Yeah, like, but it's not good. We we know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. I don't see how it's not. I've, I've had people say that that it's not good, but I, don't I mean, they had it. a bootleg like, Jane Silent Bob in it. I, I don't know what that means. What? It had a bootleg Jane Silent Bob in it. Like, there's a dude that's Jane, a dude that's Silent Bob in it, and the dude talking snootchy snoot, like just like Jay. And, and I'm like, oh, you know. But it, it I, you know, they try like, to. Cringy teenagers getting killed. It's, it's that's what Jason is about, and it's what Freddy yeah, is about. I get it. I like get all it. All the it's people that are like, "Well, it would be better without the kids," and it. it's like, no, that's called death battle. Like, yeah, but I'm not. That. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying money to watch a. I'm not uh, saying the two-hour death battle. Like, I'm not. I I'm not see saying Freddy killing kids and Jason killing kids, and then they kill each other. I'm not because saying they, they want the kids shouldn't have been in there. I'm not saying the kids shouldn't have been in there. I'm saying two of those kids shouldn't have been Jay and Silent Bob. If you know, I I'll say I like it. Like, and as far as like like if you want to tell me that Jason X was bad, I'll believe you for that. Yeah, one. No, look, and here's the thing with with Jason, it's like I'll enjoy it for being bad. 
Like, you know, to, it's not. It, but I the, love point I, the point I'm making, the people that thought that, because it's clearly not you, that Freddy versus Jason was bad, thought that Sadako versus Kyoko made Freddy versus Jason good. I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, no, you should. You should. I'm going to watch it again, too, and I'm going to eat a bunch of sushi. Because Wednesday is my cheat day. Okay, so let's let's rate this. We're yeah. running out of time. It's a five well, out of five. Well, five out of five from Moses. Yeah. What about you, Jay? Uh, I would say five out of five. It, it's good, and I, I love Sadako with the hair done, and the ending scared me. But then there was like cool stuff, extra stuff at the end, and yeah, it's just good. Like it's a. It's interesting seeing her in this different in this different take, and seeing her like interact with people and spirits. Like I, I just thought it was really all really interesting. Like when the cool direction the, to have a take when they met take her in. when they met the other ventral spirit and the ventral spirit like sees her and she's like uh and tells the kid like sorry spoilers but it's like if you hang out with this Sadako. You're gonna die, <laughs> but, but that eventual spirit, like the way the eventual spirit does it, it's like you know, I like you kids. A word of advice because like, they kind of helped her inadvertently and to find peace. So she's like, Hey, before I leave, I, I can't let you go without telling you this. that whole that whole interaction to me was fucking tight, like masterpiece. Yeah, mm hmm. Well. I, you know, I'll give the caveat that, you know, I didn't get to finish so the whole thing. So, you know, keep that in mind with my uh, with my rating. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a four out of five. It was interesting, you know, the, the subversion <laughs> of yeah. what I was expecting to have read. So and I would definitely read more. So, yeah, four out of five for me. But I need okay. to keep reading. Yeah. Uh, I know we got to talk about a town called Terror. So we, we should definitely do that too. We also have a caller. So, uh, I, or I think we do. Yeah. I don't know. Let me, let me <laughs> go real quick here and just see, double check. Caller. Hello. You're the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell people who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Uh, this is Derek Derek H. I'm the bro from NoHo. Um, <laughs> uh, I saw you guys talking about uh, Sadako. And uh, have you guys uh, seen Girls' Last Tour? I'm, I'm sure Joe's seen it. Um, I've seen an episode or two, like not the whole thing. Yeah, I don't even about, know what that is. It's about a couple of girls. Uh, in a wasteland, and I guess the uh, the aftermath of the at the end of the, end of the world, uh, just traveling and just trying to get get, get your life day to day, and it's uh really good, and it's it's really it's really uh, I, I'm I'm usually depressed, so it's it's really depressing, so I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> really, really is good. is it, it? It's what is it like a a TV show or is it like? Yeah, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's a TV show. It's like uh, oh, nice. 12 episodes or something. 
And what's it called out. again? Girls Last Tour. Okay. I was just looking some of the comic art and because it's a manga too, and uh, they're put out by Yen Press, which put out this Sadako at the end of the world. So mm-hmm. they're gonna be getting my money. I'm gonna see if they're uh, they're publicly traded too, because I got nice. Got twenty bucks extra in my portfolio. I put my money in Bitcoin, so I don't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I, going, I, I, I saw I saw something on 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 uh, TikTok said it was going to go up, so I bought it. And then uh, yesterday I looked at the, they had a they had a big sign about about cryptocurrencies failing, and they had a, had had a one of those graphs that they usually show, and it was just mm-hmm. going straight down. And I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how this stuff works, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure grab not supposed to go straight down like that. Right, <laughs> right. Well, the thing are is, are they in a tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 they, they um they They're like, around in like a little a little uh, a little a little tank. They thought it's, it's not it's not really a tank. It's, it's just a like it, a, it doesn't have like guns or nothing on it. Yeah, it's like a um, Humvee, like one of those Humvee with the nine nine wheels. Got it. Okay. And and so the thing on Prime, it's animated. Yes. Okay. In fact, the, the more school. the more I think about it, the more I'm pretty sure I'm gonna after hang out with you guys. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna start watching it again because it's that good. It's, it's incredible. Nice. Okay. Cool. Well, I look, we will take that recommendation. Appreciate that, Derek. Might have to do a one shot. Did, on yeah, Derek. R- real quick, uh, like because we still got to get to our review of uh, a town called terror but w- did you have any thoughts on that she hulk trailer uh i don't think you guys should uh don't it upsets me when people uh start uh talking about the cg so soon saying cg mm-hmm. looks bad because it's the exact same thing that happened to ang lee's hulk when when mm-hmm. that got when people saw that early they said the cg looked bad and i was like that's that that was not the final cg this is not the final CG people. They're gonna fix. Their, yeah. It doesn't look great, but it's also it's a Disney Plus TV show. Uh, that, it, that there's obvious that they're putting out a bunch of scenes early. It's just gonna get better and better and better and better. It's gonna look good. By the time it comes out. The Disney thing is, if you're trying to get people to watch it, like it should, <laughs> you gotta give. You know, it's marketing. Like none of the Mandalorian scenes ever looked unfinished. Well, they put they they, they put, also remember they kept pushing the sucker back. This was supposed to come out what five six, five, six months ago. Yeah, they keep they had an extra time to make it look good. <laughs> no, nah, so that's, that's, that's not how this works, Mo. That's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I, I think I think all of us here believe it's going to be a good show, Derek. So yeah, you know, you don't have to. You you definitely don't have to worry about. Any of us here not watching it, obviously. I, and I don't Tiger think Claw. any of us are. Huh? I'm worried about Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw's going to start bad mouthing. Oh, got you. Like I don't, I don't think that you know. Uh, I don't think any of us are rooting for it to lose, except for maybe Oz, but he's not here. You know, <laughs> but 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 the fact is, uh, yeah, I, I think more than anything, I think more so, it was just like it looks so unfinished. And, and I I was telling Mo earlier today, and I'm not sure, I might have said this on the show too, but I know the CG is going to look better in the show itself yeah. than it I mean, than in the trailer that we saw. But well, we, I was just shocked personally only because I'm not okay. usually the guy that looks at a trailer and it's like, oh man, the CG looked bad. 
This is but a I looked at this and I was pay. this is a small price to pay to seeing a tall green haired girl having sex on on Disney. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you, so <laughs> so you you know sex in it on Disney. When I when I, when, I, when when they ended with with, with the lift with, with with her pull off the lift and carry fetish, I was like, oh, how did they know? How did they know? <laughs> he said, how did they know? Derek Derek has been waiting to have a woman that can lift him up all these years. Exactly. I actually had a I had a mic. That that is a that is a that that's in, that's that's textbook right there. Lift and carry. Oh come on, man. Come on. I, I actually have a. a, a I had a mic at Derek's house when he watched the trailer. It's like at the end. <laughs> it, it's funny because we could see you. <laughs> we could see yeah, you, Moses. I know. That, that makes it funnier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and they, 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 they even they even say, "Hey, your ass looks great in that dress." Like, oh yeah. damn, yes, I'm I'm here for this. That's well, awesome. Yeah, well, it's gonna be Even if it's even if it's bad CGI, I think it's still gonna be good. It's just gonna be a good com like the comics. It's gonna be a good comic with bad art. <laughs> and she has had some bad art too. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. I know. We, you 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 put up with that bad art, so I know that's why you you're with this show. I'm, you're okay. I'm down. Yeah, you're down. Well, when when the premiere when we review it. Uh, after the premiere, Derek, you should make sure you come on and and sit with us so we can all talk about it together, man. I'm just gonna say it's good, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go get whatever Moses says about her outfit not being the right color. And, and I'm gonna <laughs> nah, man, nah, I, the wrong shade of purple. Where's the Fantastic Four costume at? I'm not I'm not that dude no more, man. I I, I I'm 39 years old now. I just look Where's at what I enjoy. I just talk about what I enjoy. Man. That's it. Yeah. Plus, plus, also the the friggin' uh, the costume looks like comic accurate for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> but the poster looks comic accurate. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, dude, they they definitely are are going to the source material, and, and we got Frogman, which I don't know I, why. I, I, rem I remember. I remember back when uh, when Disney bought. Uh, Marvel and we were at Larry's house and we we're talking about what what could and I said a She-Hulk sitcom and I remember Derek poo pooed my idea and now we're a, getting it. That'd be a great that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. but but here we are. I, I, I remember uh, what twenty years ago when X Men came out and people say. Well, they can't do the they can't do the costumes because costumes look stupid. That's why they got these uh, these other yeah. jackets on because costumes look dumb. And now every Marvel uh, property yeah. that comes out has the accurate costume and it looks great. Mm -hmm. Clea shows up. Clea shows up with an accurate costume. Who, who, yeah. who, who don't even know? Who don't even know who Clea is, and they still gave her the right costume. Yeah. Well, that's true. It, that's it, true. It, 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 it's it's my world, man. It's, it's finally coming into it's finally coming into everything's falling into place. 
No, listen, fa Fantastic Forum from day one was like, man, you can make those costumes look just like the comic. Like, we, yeah. no, no, none of us here were ever like, no, nah, that's not, like, that doesn't in, make sense. In Logan, like, the deleted scene is what people like the most. Like, that, that one Wolverine <laughs> costume. <laughs> They're like, why wasn't that in the movie? You know? And, and it's yeah. like, those, those movies are the, the perpetrators of like giving you realistic costumes, you know? Yeah. All right, cool. So we're going to get into this re review real quick. Derek, you, you're going to hang on or you want to dip out? Uh, no, I'm going to go. I don't need to hear you talk about no, no scary movies. I'm, I don't watch scary movies. Uh, so, <laughs> it's, I'm, it's, a, it's a comic book. So, but we're going to get ready for the last Halo episode tonight. So I'm going to watch that. That sounds fair. Uh, cool, man. The forum. Away! <laughs> uh, dude, I need I'm to start signing that. off like that. Yeah. Huh? I'm going to isolate that. That's going to play along with the... <laughs> yeah, that would be actually pretty awesome. All right. So, A Town Called Terror. Why don't you uh, tell us about it, Moses? Uh, a Town Called Terror is... Uh, uh, ah, sorry. I was directing my own camera. Um, it is a horror comic on image by Steve Niles and Simon Kudronsky. And that's it. This is the cover right here. There you go. But um, it, it's, it's, this is what I call cinematic comic book storytelling because it feels like a movie like in so that one issue is this one issue is like the 10 minutes of a movie I felt like I didn't get enough I didn't get what I wanted but it's, it's basically the story of a dude that decides to live his life away from a town called Terry he grew up there grew up with his dad didn't like his dad left and now he's called back because his dad died again you have to read the comic. <laughs> um, but and he's kidnapped post coitus, and uh, <laughs> his wife is like, "What the fuck happened to my husband? Like he's been missing." And he's like, "Oh, he's over eighteen. You know, you gotta wait twenty four hours." He's like, "No, but these dudes just came in and kidnapped him, like post coitus." And <laughs> the police officer like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever, man. You know," and. Uh, and then it shows you the art in here is uh very it's red it's red, very red. <laughs> it's very red. yeah red. <laughs> yeah what i was gonna say it's shrouded in darkness so it's not it's like hyper detailed but you can't even see it and uh but red is what one of the accents which is why my accent here is red today and uh but it really does have this cinematic feel and flow to the story. Issue 2 came out today. I was trying to read it so I can review both of them at once. But instead, you're going to have to get a one-shot. So you're going to have to subscribe, like, hit the bell uh, to, to see what we really think about this. Because this story doesn't give you much. Like, I, I feel like I can't even really review Issue 1 yeah. without reviewing Issue... Like, reading Issue 2, at least. You know, because all that happened was the dude... His inner monologue told you what he hated about his town, and then he's sucked back. He's just thrown into it. But we don't know what he's going to do in that town. We don't know. There's no sense of what his um, his dad wants from him. 
Uh, you know, I, I get the sense that he's the heir to some legacy that he was running away from, which is, you know, it's a typical uh, type of story, not even in this type of horror story thing. Wait, but, so, Mayor, did you also not read issue two? No, I, I read issue two. Oh, okay. okay. Damn you guys. I'm, yeah, I, I read issue two also. I'm so mad for, for taking a nap. Dude, <laughs> the best thing about issue two is that one of the panels oh, just has oh, no. blue instead of red. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only thing of note in issue two. Yeah, so it's still the same, the same vibe, like the same. Yeah, the art is too dark and too yeah. red, and you get one panel of blue. You get one police officer that's willing to look into the kidnapping. Even though real world, yeah. when some you report someone missing, like they're supposed to go look for him. Like I don't know why yeah. this got the cops aren't, but you have one person looking, and then the dude goes off to a bar and he like beats up stitches, and the whole thing is that uh, he's supposed to help his mom do something, and okay. they don't say what. They just have a the right. blue panel, which is like. You can't turn your back on family. And then his mom is back in to diesel? being dark red. No, that's his dad. <laughs> they don't show the mom yet. Oh, okay. They show the dad and the, they show his sister at the pool hall before he rips that guy apart. Okay, so at least you get like, some more action y stuff in issue two. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and it's I like will too dark to see anything that's happening. Like it's, hilarious. No, no, it's like, it's, it's I know movies will do that sometimes because, like, they can't really give, like, they don't have the budget for effects. Right. Yeah. And, like, but this is a comic. Like, dude, turn the fucking lights up. Like, <laughs> like there's no reason for it to be this dark. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for this. And that, that's like, why, it's like, pretentious. And, oh, speaking of how pretentious this damn book is. <laughs> It starts out with box fucking air overture suite number three, yeah, and D major, which is a boring ass song. Like I tried listening to it again, and it's not as boring like the second time. Yeah, but Christ is it like? Oh my God! It's so like it's not even like one of the like. Okay, I'm not a huge. I know a little about classical music. Yeah. I'm not the hugest into it, but there are definitely better tracks to like sew someone back together again to. Vivaldi <laughs> is perfect for that because Vivaldi is all like that, but all on violin on a string instrument as you're sewing. So you hear a stringed instrument where, you know, and it was Vivaldi, you know, the, the bow loses strings while you're playing, playing strings. So like pulling strings tight and everything would be Vivaldi would be the perfect atmosphere. If if I were to consult on the movie version of this book, I'd switch that to Vivaldi, and then I'd be mad at myself when I review it on the show for picking the wrong track. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's like, why did he just use Bach? It says yeah. he clearly says Bach. You in want the... play? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I will say that my opinion of this book falls basically in between the two of your opinions. Yeah. 
um, in the sense that I was, I was, I honestly, um, I was really disappointed with issue one. Yeah. Because, uh, especially like Steve Niles is good. Right. And I feel like, like a lot of the criticisms Joe has with, with issue one and two, I felt about issue one because I was just like, but more so because I was just like, it didn't give me enough to be right. like, oh, I, I need to read, to read the next issue. Because yeah. I'm just like, what is happening in this book? I don't know. And like the art, I, I don't have a problem with the art because I think the art is detailed. And I do agree. Like, you know, yeah, it it is only doing a red color palette. But I feel like that is like, it is setting like kind of a tone. My issue isn't the art. It's more of the writing. And it's like, it didn't feel like it gave me enough for me to like be like, okay, I'm in on this book because I don't know what this book's about still when I get to the end of issue one. When I get what I, and, and what, what I will give is just like you said, Mo, you know, the guys from the town and you know that he doesn't want to be there and he's coming back. And it's just like, okay, but the book is called like a town called terror. I'm like, when I get to the end of the book, I don't know why the town is called terror, you know what I'm saying? Or what about the town is so terrifying? But that, you know? that's, that's a Larryism. That's like, that's a thing we could just say it's part of the mystery. <laughs> See, but that's the thing where it's like, look, I'm not saying you got to reveal the mystery, yeah. but you got to intrigue me by the end of the, the book for me to buy the next issue. And I'm not intrigued, I'm just confused. So yeah. at least that's how I felt. And and you know, but I knew that okay, well, we're we're probably gonna read one and two. Yeah. So I read the second one, and the second one was like I there's actually there's a part of me that kind of feels like issue one and issue two should be edited together into one book. And that's that's kind of when Joe was talking when he when he so vaguely <laughs> told me about mm -hmm. what happened in issue two. I'm like, you know what? I think this if if issue one was a double sized issue, and it, it contained that part, you know. But when you say it edited it down, edited yeah. together into one issue, I think that's yeah. what I would want. Yeah, I, I and, and, and that's the whole thing. Where it's like it doesn't even need to be a double issue because it's like there's a lot happening in the first issue that doesn't you don't necessarily need, and it's not like it's not to say that you don't need like, the the story beats. Page it's just that we are a splash page, and right, it's impressive. Yeah, and it's just I'm not even I, I won't even say get rid of that. Right, I won't even say get rid of that splash. Even though it's like okay, yeah, I don't feel like the splash is like so. Uh, it, it it's it is impactful, but it's not so impactful that if you need space, you can't put that onto one page. You know what I mean? You but, but put, the, you could have put caption boxes in this in these two pages to move the story along. That I'll that could honest, have happened. I think, oh, I, I think I do like the idea of like the, it just being a double sized issue. Like I think double, the two double sized issue would count one. Like I think yeah, like I don't like as much as I didn't like what was going on, I don't think I would want to cut any of it. Uh, mm. Just make it brighter so I can see what's happening. 
And, and I will oh, say, as the ending, the hook for at the end of episode or issue two is a slightly better hook than what yeah. you get at issue one, which is just the town sign and population yeah. or whatever. And I will say, yeah, like uh, two, the uh, ending of issue two definitely made me consider like thinking about maybe asking Mo how issue three is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like the premise of the book, like, you know, the guy has built a life for himself outside of this town and he goes back to the town reluctantly or not reluctantly. He goes back forcibly, but you don't understand why or, or, you don't know why he's being brought back at the end of issue one. You don't know why he doesn't want to be at the town at the end of issue one. And then issue two, those questions get answered for you. And it's like, that feel to me, I know when I read issue two, I was like, I feel like this is all issue one stuff. <laughs> you know, like, like I need, like, this is what is the interesting part of your story and it's like you left it out of the first issue. Like, and I, here's the thing you could have told me one of these two things, and it might have been a better first issue. But realistically, you didn't tell me either one of them. And I'm just like, damn, like, so you just want, like, I feel like you're coasting on a name at this point. You're like, well, I'm Steve Niles. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I get it. Like, Steve Niles is like for some people and, and for a good portion of people like especially people that like horror stuff like i get it like maybe he's playing directly to his audience i'm obviously not like i like steve niles i know how good he is as a as a writer mm -hmm. and i would definitely give anything he wrote the benefit of the doubt however i'm not a, a horror comic dude so for me, I'm just like, if I wasn't doing this for the show, I don't know if I would have read issue two. I would have walked away from this like, damn, like maybe Steve Niles has lost a step. <laughs> you know? I will say and I so almost, I'm just like, like I almost didn't buy issue two. Um, yeah. But I saw it was coming out today. So mm -hmm. I figured, okay, for the show, it'll be like, yeah. Uh, I could and that's what I'm saying. talk about one and two. I did the uh, same thing. But if it had come out, next, if it had been coming out next week, I, I wouldn't yeah. have got, like pre-ordered it. I'm the one that fucked right. up this week. <laughs> and so, just because this is what we do, it was like, well, let me see what it's about. And so I read it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a, that's more interesting, and I get it now more so. And and what when I say you edit it down together into one issue, it doesn't have to be, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know for a fact that the first issue is like 22 pages or 24 pages or whatever, but I, I'm thinking it's something around there. And what I'm saying is, you know, at this point in reading comics, I understand that there's, I mean, you always, you have to talk about things in the economy of the page to a degree. And it's like, they, they take a lot of liberties in issue one. 
where like even even putting the dude together they put the 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 father together and that joint happens over a lot of pages yeah. you know and like, i get that that's... i even thought it was going to be a silent comic where okay it's all <laughs> on the and because right. because of that because they, they 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 show box thing and i'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm down with it like i'm ready for this journey and like, then it they changes actually want you, they actually want you to listen to the song while you're like looking at this page of... yeah yeah but Which, well, i'm not gonna do I'm, that why, why do they want you to how, how do you know that they want you to do that because they show you they, they, you, they give you the music, and then the amount of page thing they spend is time uh, during it. this process. Like it just, yeah. I don't know if there's a way to say it other than like I knew that's what he wanted from me, and I didn't oh. give it to him. Right. Well, guess what? I didn't even realize that. I was just in here like, why are we spend so much time? Well, he's a musician. <laughs> like Steve Niles is a musician. So that's he, true. Right. Yeah, so it, it's he. He's definitely like when is he, he put, any good. Is he better yeah, than me? Good. Yeah. I, um. He did yeah. Work. He's, he's he's just just as good as Bach, dude. Steve <laughs> Niles, Bach, right there. Right you know, there. He, he's done some work with uh, musically with like uh, fuck, that was the dude's name, the dude from Minor Threat and his record label. He's done some filling work there, and that's not like. Box stuff, but yeah, he's a dude that writes comics that can fill in on that because he's a dude that knows box, right? Stuff, you know what I mean? And, and so, and, like, in his when he wrote this joint, he could hear this joint in his head, right? And, uh, and and that's the problem is that all of us can't do that. Like, I don't, I don't have that joint memorized, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I can't hear it in my head when I'm reading this book. And if you don't explicitly tell me to put it on, like, I, listen, I'm I'm down for the journey enough that if you explicitly tell me play Bach right here starting now, I'll do that joint. Like Jay won't do it, but I'll do it. You well, know, you're reading on my phone, so you need to ask. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know that that's what you want me to do. You got to tell me. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm not in your head like that, Steve Niles. I don't know. Like if you if you tell it to me explicitly, I will follow your direction because you're Steve Niles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, well, listen, I I have faith in him. You know, I will put this music on. Like I guess, like I guess, I'm hoping it's on title. You know, what I'm <laughs> like I think, but Bach is on title though. <laughs> but either way, what I'm saying is. It's like I would do that if that's what he has said to do, but he mentions it, and I get it. Like, okay, I get it. Like after you say it, Jay, it's like, yeah, he's like, I want you to be playing this music while, like, I, or at least I want you to imagine this music while this scene is happening. But dude, I look, I'm not cultured like that. That I have that on, like, on tap in my head. I don't have it. So it did. I wasn't in the zone that he was in when he did that, and so now it feels deficient because I'm just like, why are we spending all these pages doing this? <laughs> and it's like, oh, we spent all these pages doing this because the music's playing, right? See, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have known. I never in a million years would this be in my head. 
And that's not to say that there's not like I got classical music in my head, just it's not, not this. It's not. It's not. It's not this particular Bach. Yeah. Composition. You know what it's, I'm saying? It's Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> That's for me, like, it's like, man, if he's doing Bach, why can't he do Youth Count Wild? Or Subhuman Race. It's like, no, look, Wasted Time by Skid Row is amazing. <laughs> up there with this. <laughs> so it just felt like there were a lot of pages that I personally didn't understand why we were using all these pages for these particular purposes and not just assembling the body of old boy's father but even like some of the scenes with the wife it was just like i, I i'm just like i don't why are we but like i and, and i get it what third you're setting up the foil or a foil yeah i, I guess but i mean you know that cuz of issue 2 no, right. but even at the beginning, like the last page of issue one is her with the gargoyle like towering over her with a weird shadow. So you're like, okay, the, the, there's ramifications here and she's going to be part of it. Yeah, but I think Jay's talking about the cop, right? Um, what was that? Was setting uh, up the foil. Are you, are you talking about oh. the, the police officer? Oh, yeah, I did say that, but you could tell that because she gets like two scenes in the first yeah. book and mm -hmm. at the second scene you know that she's going to be a continuing thing yeah and oh okay he, so he sets just... up the actual she sets up the actual foil in issue the... two but you know she's going to be an element in issue one got you okay um yeah, because even like the coitus, like, okay, uh, it's just coitus. This guy's enjoying sex and then he gets kidnapped. Ah, uh, whatever. Like, if it was a hooker, <laughs> whatever, like, that's it. That's It's just a good scene. That's the Hollywood version, you know? But at the end, she's like, my husband's been kidnapped, you know? Right. Like, okay, so she's, she's invested in this. Right, cool. right. Yeah. And he, he should have told her, my dad's this dude that gets reassembled and I'm from a shitty town. I have this baggage. Like that was irresponsible of him. <laughs> no, but for real, it is. Like, if you well, have that kind of baggage, like you gotta let her know, like, hey, at well, any given moment, they they might give you an illusion that they're kidnapping me, and they are, but nobody else is gonna see it. it it's one of those things where I kind of feel like when you understand what is actually happening with the town. You better understand why he might not have mentioned it to her. I don't know, man. I, I guess <laughs> I, I, you know I'm the one it's married out of the three of us. kidnapping. I'm the one married out of the three of us, <laughs> and I know with my wife. I, look, if shit's gonna go down, you need to know. You need to know exactly how you're gonna handle the police. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you don't want to. You know, you don't want to be a part of it, but you also don't want to be too like. Oh, she don't know shit. You know, like she right. for her protection. You know, mm -hmm. no, I hear that. 
I hear it, that, and you're right. Like I, I believe you, Moses. Like I feel like if it was you, you would, you would make sure Emily was prepared. Yeah, yeah. Like she would have probably helped me fight off the kidnappers. I'd be like, you know what? They're taking me. I'll be back. I'll come get you. Just, just chill. And then we wouldn't even yeah. have police issue. She could choose to come or just chill, take care of the dogs while I deal with my, you know, half assembled dad right. and my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's the whole thing. Like I can't. I got to the end of the first issue. Like, why is any of this happening? Like, I don't. I don't understand why any of this happening is happening, and I'm not sure why I should care. You know, and and that's that's the the whole sin of issue yeah. one for me because it's like. I don't know what's going on, and I don't know why I should care. But when I read issue two, I was like, "Oh, like both of those questions got a lot. It got basically answered for me. Like, oh, I kn- I have a better understanding of what's happening now, and I understand more so why I should care." So, should we rate this thing, or do we have more? No, no. I think I think we're probably there. What do you think, Mo? Uh yeah, I mean I'm there. I, I only read issue one. Yeah. So we, we yeah. already went beyond and you know, we already went beyond time too. So Yeah. Uh, Mo, it, give us your rating. It was an enjoyable experience, although albeit a confusion confusing one. <laughs> uh the art I didn't have the problems that Jay did have. So for me it's about a, a four. Uh I, I did enjoy it even, you know, the first ten minutes of an hour long TV series. But mm-hmm. I rather have this than what they did to October Faction on Netflix. So <laughs> I rather have a town called Terror be this way than wait for the Netflix version that will be what maybe you guys want and it won't be nearly as edgy or good. <laughs> there it is. Jay, what about you, buddy? Uh, I did not enjoy this. It was too dark. All right. And I read it on my phone, and I thought that might have been an issue. But even when I like looked at a couple of pages on my panel, I was like, "No, this is too dark and too red." And I'm honestly, I'm just not feeling it. Like okay. it might have some interesting concepts, um, but well, you won't get those till issue four. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. So I would give it a two. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I will say that, you know, uh, if I had read issue one on its own, I would probably give this a three. But because I read issue two as well, uh, and between issue one and two, I'd probably give it like 3.75 bordering on a four. It's like, it, it's interesting. And it has some concepts that I'm I'm definitely like I'm genuinely interested in. Uh, issue one isn't a good first issue, but the the comic itself very well might end up being a good comic book series. So I would I would recommend it and say give it a try. So yeah, overall three point seven five, bordering on a four. All right, so folks, it's time to get out of here. We've given you all we've got. <laughs> Jay, give me some final thoughts, friend. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to do an actual review for Jason X or Freddy versus Jason. 
but the short uh yeah long story short they're both five out of five um <laughs> amazing <laughs> movies uh, so much fun and so classic um yeah that's it that's it jason x freddy versus jason both five out of five just for the record, Jay, you've seen or haven't seen either one? I've seen both. Got it. I saw both in theaters, and I own digital copies of both, so I can watch Got them it. if I want. Got it. Okay, cool. Uh, Moses Magnum, final thoughts? Um, look, we're now legitimized. We have a, a respected member of the press in our midst, so you got to go read Larry Young's articles on cbr.com because you know we're going to take over that site too eventually <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he yeah he, he actually made me uh uh think about um you know uh all these things with uh axe you know like i'm like all these things are things you could even possibly think about before it's out like what you want to see in that listicle, and I'm like, if that's what it is, I gotta start reading this shit too. You know, <laughs> so, uh, you did a good job, Larry. I commend you. And uh, if you need a photographer for any article or anything, you know, I'm here. <laughs> and, oh, thanks, Mo. And, and and he had to take that job. He had to to settle for that job because you motherfuckers didn't buy our merch. But if you need to <laughs> You can get a t-shirt, hat, you know, a coffee mug. I didn't get a coffee <laughs> mug. But I, got, I got a shirt. <laughs> but he had the mug that. you're sporting right now. Uh, this one, uh, Emily got God me an God. early. Yeah, got me an early yeah. Father's Day. Uh, early Father's Day present. Yeah, that's cool as shit. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. It's very minimalist, but it's black and white and uh, it's bold. I like it. But yeah, um, aside from that, Oz got his uh, unboxing videos. Loot Crate's fucking them over. I think he paid for like two years subscription in advance and they're not sending shit. So now he's, so buying other, he's buying other collectibles so that he can yeah. show you what, you know, shit to do. I'm like, I tell him, why don't you just read comics and review comics? On our one shots, <laughs> like on our one off videos, but he's like, No, nah, I like it. Gives me an excuse to buy these these toys, so, uh, yeah. So, Listen, Oz is definitely not buying toys, that was buying statues, <laughs> yeah. This was that, buying fine art. That last cat woman, <laughs> that last cat woman thing was 40 pounds, dude. Like, it's amazing. On the table, yeah. it's amazing, yeah. But it's all amazing. that is like happening you... on our channel. And you can get to that at fantasticform.live. You can get our audio version, whatever. Uh, you know, be like Larry's dad and have your aunt listen in and to fill you in what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Please do as Moses says, you know, like, subscribe, uh, you know, comment. Let us know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. Uh, what you enjoy that we're doing, what you would like to hear less of. We want to know. We want your feedback. It's an interactive thing. We're the Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, good night. <laughs>